advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Loses meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Yeah, right over there. Got it now. Oh, early starter. Premature oh, record, recordulation. I was entering that. Mm-mm. What were you entering? I had, the cameras weren't set up. None of that shit was ready. Because sure? we reboot the iPad to make sure it works. <clears throat> One-sided glasses. Because I'm moving. So all I got is these broke-ass ones that I found. So I have to read these notes. Uh, when you said that over there, it didn't. I know. It, no one knows. It's cotton away. candy, bro. I cotton candied it. That's right. <laughs> He's got cotton candy. <laughs> Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, thank heavens. Thank heavens. For 7 mm-hmm. Is that oh, their actual motto heavens. or is that just a saying? Se- no, that was their motto. Is it? And it's weird too, like that all, like, like, um, well, I guess, uh, I guess they're not all Middle Easterns own 7 Eleven, but no. I mean, you're pretty much, probably you, a lot of them are. If you are, license the name 7 Eleven, you're basically paying franchise money so you can yeah, sell yeah. Slurpees. Yeah. Like, that's it. That's it. Otherwise, just fucking become. But I've went in. Have you went into a Seven Eleven with like a, a a guaranteed uh, Muslim? You know what I mean? Like that said, "Oh, thank heaven, Seven Eleven," and it's like the Muslim inside. You know, Almost a hundred percent. Yeah, the ones in town are all owned. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Hundred percent. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely Muslim. We don't have very many though. We don't have a whole lot of. Remember, they're getting more. Was, they're coming. Our guy was new uh, one just uh, got uh, built. They're there? on the southwest side of town. They're building them. Brand There's new one on Twenty uh, Fourth Street too, right by yep. my old house. Yeah, yeah. and right, right on uh, Panama and Ash. Uh, there's a new one right there. I keep forgetting that we have a Dutch Brothers now. There's two on your side of town. Yeah, like fucking right near my. Head. I always forget good. it's there. See, that was a weird spot good. to build that one. Actually, they have good coffee. Do they? Yeah, they do. I mean, I've only I've only had Dunkin' it Donuts is disappointing. No, it's good. It's like a legit coffee okay. joint. I mean, okay. a lot of people go like I the Starbucks coffee is terrible. Right, I just like their espresso. They're they're more from from what I've seen, they're more famous for like crazy drinks. Mm. Dutch Brothers is like like they, what's like a crazy what? drink? Like what? Like, Some like, fucking like crazy what? like fucking uh, high octane fucking uh, fruit mm. flavored See? like that. My niece would lo- Erica and my my niece would always go up in Oregon. They would go to fucking Dutch Brothers twice a day and buy these crazy fucking things. But oh, just your average mocha fucking wino fucking caramel salted mocha fucking <laughs> mocha fucka wino. I want to go in there and shit. ask for that shit. Oh yeah, they got some fucking. Just they got some shit. fucking birthday cake looking motherfucking yeah, 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 all that kind of stuff. But they're get the they're fuck out of here with coffee that. Oh, shit. Get the fuck. Here's here's what, here's what else. That? Here's what I'm gonna say about their coffee. Fucking they have, Canadian motherfuckers. They have really good coffee, especially if you don't like dark roasts. 
like I'm, but I'm gonna, I'm being real. Like I've had their medium roasts and different roasts that they have. Why do we like, have this whole conversation? I'm like, but I'm about, like, you said they're good coffee, and then it we was get good coffee. Five minutes in, I had to say like because I would get it, and I'd be like, this is actually a really good cup of coffee. It's just not my cup of coffee. But I can't say like if I had a medium roast at Starbucks. Yeah, but you it were would like, like you were like taint. selling me on Dutch Brothers, knowing that I like French and Italian. Oh, roast. I was get, I was, I wasn't done getting there. You fucking mother. I wasn't done getting there. I wasn't done getting there. <laughs> oh well, you done got there. But I've never had their espresso, so I can't. Mm. I can't speak to like their Americanos. I, I guess I have to try like it. I, guess. I forgot that we even had them. Yeah, I have to. I have to swing by there. I don't. I can't even get to their menu. What's going on, Americano? God, stupid. <laughs> Fucking Google. <laughs> I don't know. Cold brew, gross. Who drinks cold coffee? Oh. Dude, Sick. cold brew. There is some amazing fucking cold brew. Mm. Yeah, you're tripping, bro. Nitro cold brew. Mm. Rig Seed mm. used to make some nitro cold brew that would blow your fucking mind. No, that no. shit was I bet good, you dude. I bet it would have. I bet you uh, I throw it in the garbage can. Have you had that? Coffee's I've meant never, to be brewed. I've never. I've like had cold coffee. I've, warm. I don't care about the cold coffee. Like if I get an iced Americano, it's usually pretty or just shots on ice. That's pretty much my thing. If I just get shots on ice and let the ice melt down. It's got like a dense, dark flavor. Mm. Any yeah. brewed cold brew, it just tastes like a bland, watered down medium. Like it's a medium roast that tastes watered down. They and just, don't just don't know what they're like doing. Hers. This is what happens. Like Rig City cold brew, amazing. Love Dagnes. Love them over there. They were buying Rig City shit to make Rig City cold brew. Rig City came over and tried to teach them how to make it. Fucking garbage. It was like bottom of the barrel, fucking gross ass, terrible fucking no, shit. I've never Rig City cold brew like beautiful i don't know how to even describe was it was it like a dark roast tasting yeah super robust crazy fucking flavor smooth as fuck the smoothest coffee i ever drank but as it's cold though right it's cold though yeah, it was want, good man middle yeah, part of it is that i think I drink middle it's of the what almost hot. gave me a heart attack when i had the pistachios yeah, I, I think what I you're drink hot coffee i think the, the selling point your final selling point of it being smooth as fuck is the thing i don't like about it because what most people say is smooth it's watered to me down. means it's, not, it's watered yeah, down. It wasn't watered down a week. Dude. It gets rid I, I, of that. I'll be the first person. It gets rid person. of the bitterness. I've gone over and gotten, bite I, I've gotten like, oh, the they bite. didn't have this yeah. or that. They give me iced coffee, and I'm like, this tastes like fucking brown water. Right. This is gross. Right. I can't do it. Yeah. I know better. I know what <laughs> watered down water. is. And I fucking, I'll t- take it back before, you know, and I'm not even the kind of guy to do that. That cold brew was amazing, super robust, flavorful, just something to do with that like slow, however, cold brews. Like takes that edge off the same way that like putting you cream know, or heavy whip in it does. But I don't want to take the edge off. But you could yeah, take I need the taste of the coffee. Good. I'm telling you, that's like a that flat beer. soda. I could I could talk to them fucking blue in the face about it. It's just I don't even know if I don't think they're open anymore. Like I'll right, never prove it to you. Yeah. Uh, so you're li- you can lie about it all I you could. want. I could. I would. Not. I mean, <laughs> based, if they were open, based on your recommendation, I just don't like cold I would, brew. I would try it, but I've never had. I mean, one I would. I, I would try it, but I just don't like. I'll cold look them brew. up. Like, see if they're I, still around. I really, I really like the, hot it, it gets coffee. The, takes the soul out of it. Yeah. Even. I mean, it can be fucking 100 degrees outside. I got my air conditioner on, and I'll brew a fucking pot of coffee. Right. Like that's where I'm at. Like and I don't mind lot. the coldness. Like I said, like I'll I regularly, like, I'll regularly go to Starbucks, get four shots over ice, yeah, and I yeah. take it home, put it over more ice. 
in like a insulated tumbler and I'll drink that shit for like the first four hours of the day yeah. and it's good. As soon as my shit gets bite, cold, like got, as soon as it gets lukewarm, I'm like, no, nope. like it's got to be hot. Yeah. So this says that they're on still Easton open? Drive or something. Now. They moved. They, they did move. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember seeing them. Um, Easton? Yeah. The, back in the back. weird and, spot for a coffee joint. Back in the back. Because they're a roaster yeah. and that's probably where they were roasting and maybe the two locations oh, during maybe. COVID that wasn't panning out and they just moved to where they're roasting. I don't know if they're open to the public or you can just buy their beans right now um but i have to Beans. say man that 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 cold brew I, i'd never had it before that shit's good i'm telling you mm. i mean I you like, like, like iced tea right i mean it's you drink iced tea right you're not just drinking hot tea it's not coffee though no but you do like iced tea yeah right and you had hot tea there's cold tea yeah. it's just i that. drink hot tea and yeah. cold tea so it's you could you same. could also drink hot coffee nah, and cold, I don't like coffee. cold coffee you're wrong I bro i'm telling you you tell like me it. what i like i do don't like i'm telling you I You've never like, tried it. You're like I have had cold brew. Not I good don't cold brew. like. Mm. I just don't like cold coffee. Mm, no, I'll drink a soda hot. Salmon. What? I'll drink a soda hot. I'll mm. drink a soda cold. I'll drink a soda hot. Yeah, hot Pepsi's like battery acid. That's I'll drink that. She does good. drink sodas hot. Like he I does like it this down warm here every hair. week. Yeah. Like he always Starting he always grabs he grabs a bubbly before we record our first episode, and then he opens it to drink it on the second episode when it's fucking room temperature. Yeah, the acid. You like to be harsh. Yep. I, don't so, mean, I could be wrong, but I think you'd like I it. I just don't like, I mean, I could, uh, I'm not saying I wouldn't like the flavor. Like I could say, oh, this flavor is good. I just don't enjoy it cold. Right. I don't want, like I would need it. Can you heat up the cold brew? Is it weird? Right. That'd be weird probably. Well, is yeah. it? I don't know. It's like hot milk and Cheerios. Could you do that? Yeah, you I could, could do that. Mm. <laughs> it's about that though. So I made an executive decision on the uh, hot sack on the El Yucateco hot sack of the week. Oh, you didn't even ask. Wow, that was I just sneaky. Went for it. You're a sneaky fuck. So this was um, what was this on? It was on. Uh, it was in our uh, Facebook group. And by the way, we haven't really shouted out the Facebook group in a while. If you're new to the show, if you like what we're doing. Um, even if you've like sworn off of social media and you're fucking, they have tired no affiliation of, with this group. You're though. as tired of Facebook as we are. Like there is the unofficial uh, Soph King, uh, very unofficial podcast Facebook group, and it's an amazing group of people with a bunch of subgroups. It's really fucking cool. It's like legitimately ninety percent of the reason I ever go to Facebook is just to interact in that particular group. But it's a cool group. Think about joining it if you haven't joined it. Um, really cool moderators. It's headed up by the one and only Sam motherfucking Culper. Um, but someone posted there um, and uh, it's Levi Oakley. And uh, it's a picture of a really intricate dish um, <laughs> with some uh, regular red habanero El Yucateco. Um, and he says, sling your hot sacks my way. So my Venus and weenus can taste better. Because he's got um, the pork and a bowl beans full happening. of pork and beans yeah. with a cut up hot dog in it. It is. It does have a cut up <laughs> fucking hot dog in it. That's, <laughs> that, that's going full on. To pork make and things beans even right better, there. like the to yeah. to round out the reason I like this submission and this picture. A, it's got the food in it. B, it's got the El Yucateco in it. And mm. C, the backdrop is the microwave that they cooked. Yeah, you know they just dumped the beans in that yeah. bowl, cut up a hot dog, put it in the microwave. Yeah. And then took the fucking picture. Yeah, they, it's just, yeah, it's glorious. Yeah. So uh, thank you for the post. Venus um, and weenus. But uh, again, like, you know, people take amazing photos of amazing food and post it there. That's not what we're looking for. We're looking for truth. 
Yeah. We're looking for soul and with the voyeur version of Elliot Kotecko. Exactly. Yeah. This motherfucker did his I mean, beans yeah, and like, Franks. You're, it's hard to beat like Terry Presley's photos mm-hmm. like that he did. Yeah. I mean, I have I have a picture of him on my Instagram. You know what I mean? With the fucking the fuck Brad on the spoon. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. You know, like that's <laughs> right. that's right. classic. You yeah. know, like I mean, that's hard to beat. Like you know, we need to believe it. We don't want fake, right? Fake yeah. sauce like, yeah, yeah. I know that was someone who legit made that ghetto ass meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. elevated it with El yes. Cateco. That was that very shit happy need, about it. If anything needs it, that fuck. <laughs> you didn't even win the hot sack, sir. Your fucking bowl of bullshit <laughs> won the hot sack. We need you to meet a girl in the park, pair to go behind the bushes, and then. Talker to try and the Elliot Kateko. Yes. Right. Get it on right. film. You know what I mean? And I'm not, yeah. a, I'm not opposed <laughs> to it. behind the bushes. <laughs> I'm not opposed to a vegan version of that meal. Yeah. Like, you, I'll take. You need a black casting couch and you get a girl to come in like she's <laughs> applying for a modeling job. You pull out the camera, <laughs> tell her to take off her clothes, but then say, try this Elliot Kateko. You, you have black to try this casting couch? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brad doesn't have any idea what that's about. No, no, the casting couches, but why do it have to be black? That's what color the casting couch is. That's what color the casting couch is. We have a brown one. In all the videos. That not work. That's not, not going to work. work. Why? You haven't seen the million No, I've videos. seen the casting yeah. couches. I know <laughs> they're black. That's fine, right. but I would want to be different. You can. You can. I don't think you'd... I think you would uh, alienate your porn audience. Mm-hmm. Because no, no matter who produced the video, as soon as someone sees that black couch, they know exactly what they're in I for. I know, but I don't want them to know what they're in for. Ah, <laughs> there you go. It's the element of surprise right, that keeps yeah. things. The element you know. OP that keeps things yes, fresh. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So um, also want to thank some patrons. Um, we just recorded a bonus episode um, as we do every week. Um, if you yourself want, like, you know, every so often on the group and stuff, I see people that are like, you know, I just ran through all the episodes, which kind of fucking boggles my mind. That does boggle my mind. <laughs> but um, if you did do that and you want more episodes, uh, throw a buck a month at our Patreon and you suddenly have like 150 more episodes uh, floating Isn't that around. Isn't crazy? Just yeah. our Patreon episodes have 150 yeah, episodes. Those podcasts yeah. that don't have many episodes are yeah. bonus episodes. There's probably that much. In- interesting stuff. There's. I guess there may be some interesting stuff on them. Yeah. No, there's sure. focus. There's focus mini topics. I just there's talked about how my crazy. wife raised Chuck Norris. Exactly. Yeah. Like for the most part, it's us yeah. uh, bullshitting and answering questions, but we do, yeah. we, we have, we've got some focused ones. We on sing them, on you know. some of them. Yeah, there's fucking, there's crazy stuff. Dave has yeah. some little like stories that he tells. Yeah. There's the Project Orion stuff yeah. in there. The cotton and, candy story. Yeah. Me and Brad did the, uh, the boxing stuff. Like there's a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah, on there's on cool there. stuff in there. The cotton candy story. We've yeah. been told twice. Yep. Told twice. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we like to thank our patrons. So our first patron this week is Adrian Rocks. Baum. And uh, it's spelled with two K's. Wait. It's a guy or girl. Adrian, hey, Trent. Yeah, a- how's it spelled? A-D-R-I-A-N-R-O-C-K-K-S. I was going to say that sounded like mm, a girl. She just did the third K. Might as well. Yeah, you're one K away. Yeah. Like you're flirting with those K's. Like yeah. fucking do it. Own it or don't. Yeah. He's, like this motherfucker is no, a halfway motherfucker. Exactly. You, you can't know. live in the middle. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, you got two flat tires, not four. Yeah. It's, you can't be like. Just cut no. the pillowcase and get it over with. Exactly. Yeah. You got two of them yeah, on your Cut the bed. eye holes. No, I'm yeah. not in the Ku Klux Klan. I'm in the Ku Klan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. Yeah. Like, There's no Klux involved. No, we're nicer. That's for yeah. chicken. Keep the Klux <laughs> for the chickens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're. <laughs> You ever try to get out of the Ku Klux Klan? Right. That's the hayest for horses joke in the Ku Klux Klan. Maybe it's even more hardcore. Klux for chicken. Maybe they think like 
chickens are like dirty, evil lizard Jews, and they don't want yeah. the, they don't want the clucks in their name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just maybe the they're okay the with one other race the that the Ku Klux Klan doesn't, maybe. doesn't represent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. what the fuck does that stand for anyway? What is that? Is it is it some other weird Latin question. shit? Some Greek thing? That's it's a good question. <laughs> Didn't we do the KKK? Uh, uh, we never went over. I think we've we had done some white done. supremacy groups. I don't know if we did uh, the KKK or not. KKK. Uh, um, they took your baby away. They do take your baby away. So, and the dingoes. Yeah, they eat them. Also, we oh. have um, Haley Purr. That's more like. Haley diarrhea fart. Really? I thought it was a pretty good purr. No. That's, a, that's better. That's better? What yeah. you got? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that was Chewbacca's cat. <laughs> if Chewbacca had a cat, that was it. Yeah, pet me. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> a Wookiee cat and every time you pet it, it makes that noise. <laughs> Sounds like a goat, kind of, though. <laughs> a friend of mine, she's actually my department chair right now. Oh, man. Chewbacca went Chewbacca. We... <laughs> <laughs> we used to go over there to have a couple of beers on Friday nights, and she had a dog. Um, I don't know what kind of dog it was, a Pomeranian maybe. or a small little lap dog named Rocket who hated everyone and would try to bite everyone. But if you did befriend Rocket, Rocket would jump up on your lap and wait for you to pet her. And she was raised in a house with nothing but cats, so she would growl purr at you. Like once, like she had the instinct to purr because she was raised by mama cats when she was a puppy, hmm. but all she could do to purr was fold her lips back and snarl her teeth yeah. and then just sit there on your lap going, that's weird. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck's wrong with this dog? You know what though? And you just pet Mia her. kind of does that just, actually. <laughs> like, that's kind of fucking creepy. Right. Like if you didn't know, you'd be like, what the fuck's wrong with this dog? Like, yeah. Yeah. So she would jump on your lap and bogart you. It's like, you're going to pet me. And then she would sit there growling the whole time you were petting her. So hmm. that's I think, what I, I think and she I, gave us our first bottle of whiskey. Like one of the first bottles of whiskey I'm looking for. It. I'm not seeing Haley it up there, Purr. but I know we didn't finish it. Um, it's driving me fucking crazy. Actually. Anyway, the main reason yeah. I told that story is if you pet Haley, she does the same thing. Like that? She, she shows her teeth and goes, <laughs> does <it work laughs> <like her? laughs> yeah, while you're petting her. Sounds down, reasonable. Down there. She's British. So. Stacy Madsen. You guys remember Stacy? Yeah, yeah. mad son. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, that She's is rabid. much better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Little, always a little foam. Yeah. I, I I assumed it was foam Stacey on the ed- edge of her mouth. The town tramp, a little white foam. She's kind of like rabid looking, but who knows? She just walked out of a Burger King bathroom. It could have been anything. Could yeah. be mayonnaise. Yeah. It could be foam from was being rabid. With, but it home? could be yeah. those things, but it was cum. Yeah. <laughs> could be, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. It was cum yeah. dripping off her face. Then we have Jason Muniac. Jason Muniac. He's a Muniac. That's like really mellow. He's a Muniac. It's the opposite of a Muniac. Muniac on the floor. Yeah, it's opposite of Muniac. Muniac. I'm not that crazy No, about he it. says, yeah. he goes, Mew. That's what he does. Yeah, he does. You. I'm going to find that bottle of whiskey. It's driving me crazy. What are you looking for? That bottle of whiskey. It was a but word what? we couldn't say. We never knew how to say the word. Islay. That Islay word. Yeah, Islay. It's right there. Cask Islay. Look at that. Fifth bottle over from the left. Oh, it's so empty that I couldn't see. I saw through it and I didn't see whiskey. I kept <laughs> thinking so it was so empty. I didn't see the whiskey. Which one? Cask Islay. Is that her? A great reveal. I knew. Bam. Damn. I knew it was that bottle. Because it's like one of the first bottles we got. 
This is one of the first balls we ever got. Stacy no, Madsen? No, Haley Purr. Haley. Oh, yeah, Christopher. Haley Purr. And Haley Purr. Christopher and Haley Purr. That's and right. it was from the United Kingdom. So we were like, all big. We're like, oh shit, someone from the United Kingdom sent us a bottle of whiskey. It was a big deal for us. Long time ago. Yeah, yeah. still a big deal. Years. We preserved this a little bit. I'm going to yep. taste it right now. There's oh, a little bit left. It's smoky. I know it's smoky. I know that. Ooh, that is smoky as fuck. That smells good. I'll give it a taste. Yeah. And then we have Lucy Bridges. Don't go across that shit. Jesus Christ. I just saw. <laughs> she's a bad engineer. Lucy Bridges. We hired an engineer. She's, she's kind of Lucy Goosey. Yeah, she gets a little Lucy Goosey with her engineering. Yeah. Ah, we got extra bolts. It's yeah, fine. She's like, yeah, she measures things with how high the human pyramid is. Like she gets about oh. like a, an eight-person human pyramid. You're gonna hate this. Try. No, it. I, I don't know what it tastes like. What? I'll try it. It's like a just goddamn for, campfire. Just for Christopher though, and not Haley. Fuck her. I like that kind of shit. Here's man. the thing though. That's as smoky as Lafroig almost, but delicious. You're right. Lafroig tastes kind of like Lafroig burnt doesn't balance it. That's beautifully delicious, and it has smoke on that it. That balances Lef- the yeah. smoke perfectly. It's the best of both. It has it has a one up. I'm gonna have to try Lafroig just to make sure. Yeah, the Lafroig. This, this is right out of Scotland. You know what I mean? This is yeah, single is. malt. That shit's good. Scotch man. whiskey. That shit's you know, so good. The kind I don't like. Let's see what Brad thinks about it. He's not gonna like it. It is smoky as fuck. I got some peat. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Uh, it's smooth, though. It is. It's really smooth. It's blended well. But it's well. too... Like, I can taste... What's So what's crazy about that smell is... I the smoke on this after drinking that. So what's crazy about that is, though, is even with the, the, the peat, mm-hmm. it, it's very heavy, I can still taste the flavor exactly. of the scotch. There's still a sweetness it to it. Good and flavor. there's a... Yeah. I can and most of them that. don't. Most yeah. of them, the smoke I won't, is the only I won't thing. drink that. Yeah, I, won't, I wouldn't like, oh, that's my favorite drink. But I can appreciate how well how well it's balanced. Yeah, how well yeah. that's made. Yeah. You know what? That's that's weird. That's a whole nother weird different smoke. It's so different than I thought. Mm-hmm. When you said that, I thought, yeah, that's very similar to that. Not at all. Wow. That's weird. Yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> Two they're both ones. good. I still like yeah. Lafroig. Yeah, they're both good. What about uh what's the one here made in Bakersfield? The smoky smoky? It's fake smoke though. It's Bowens. 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 It's not nearly it's not smoky anything that like that. Stuff. Some of them What's weird about that whiskey is that some of them are really they're smoky. Other one, they're some all of them are really smoky. Some of them are really hot. Some of them aren't as hot. What's like, in that thing? The cork's in it. Yeah, it's the rest of the cork. Oh, uh, that's not good. Got the COVID. I can't smell that. Yeah. <laughs> Should be able to. So anyway, thank you, patrons. Um, it means a lot. Yeah. Uh, go to patreon.com uh, backslash uh, King podcast if you want to support us. And also another way to support us round robin is to go to uh, podbelly.com. A look at the directory of podcasts, find ones that you like, uh, you know. get some tutorials, uh, give, give a listen there, and you will not be uh, disappointed. Or just with your Who hands. Is the last like, patron, falling, who's the last person? What was her name? Lucy Goosey, the, Lucy, bad, the bad, bad bridge maker. Lucy, Lucy Bridges. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's see, I, just I heard saw, she made a bridge I just in saw London. saw her somewhere. Oh, really? Rumor not in real it, life, yeah. but yeah. Like, there was like a mention of her or something. Uh, something happened. So our topic today um, <sighs> has been requested multiple times um, from multiple venues, and it is, of course, the one and only Nicholas Motherfucking Cage. I almost put "motherfucking" in the uh, title. I was like, I'm just gonna I do it. You. I might go. Back. I might still do it. What's wrong with that? The night is young. I don't know. It warranted it. Like I, I never, like, I, I never motherfucking right here. I never put stuff like that in the show notes because I feel like somebody might flag it and not 
It's our Roll website. They it. can have a porno website. We can say motherfucking Nicolas Cage yeah, on we there. We can say whatever we want. I just like, like I don't know, like all the different venues like that platforms. run podcasts, they might not approve it because we could do like swear word asterisk or, or something, you know, like put a little number sign. No, nah, it's all or nothing. I'll all either right. come up with a different word or drop the bomb. I'm putting motherfucking on the title. So, yeah, and especially with this one, I think it's fitting because he's here. the host yeah. of uh, the cuss words, yeah. The Netflix, the swear. Uh, history of swear words, um, which is kind of cool because I was watching some of that because of this. Yeah, and like the origin of fuck was like fornication under the. No, something. they said that was bullshit. That's oh, that bullshit. one's bullshit. Yeah. Oh, okay, fornication under yeah. the king is yeah not. So yeah, what did yeah. fuck come from then? He tells you Dutch. On the show. You I didn't finish it. it. I, I ran out of time today. It. Okay, oh. the Dutch word. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Okay, mother Dutcher. Yeah. Ook. Um. So just put he, get your uh, kids out there on the couch. And put watch it on there. Watch it, yeah. yeah. Good family um, show. Yeah, it is. He's got a net worth of $25 million, which I only bring up because they think at one point he had a net worth of over $200 million. Yeah, that motherfucker um, buys crazy he shit. spends like crazy, T-Rex school, yeah, skulls. crazy amounts of <laughs> money cool. on crazy, crazy shit. So I've got, I don't know if we want to go straight to his history or if we should go over some of the crazy shit about him first and then get into his history i don't know how you guys would rather probably just get the crazy shit out of the way i would think because let's get to the crazy so list of crazy before we get into his uh, life and times um one of the things that i saw because there's a lot of just weird shit around him there's a ton man there's a bunch of 10 minute videos that and like a lot of them had different shit than the other 10 minute yeah yeah so one of them is that in 2012 um someone posted a photo on ebay and it was just a single photo that this guy found. That's like fucking Nicolas Cage. Did that you proved, see the photo? The 1800s, like, like vampire 18, picture? 1869 yeah. or something like that. A man from Tennessee. Pretty close. Um, yeah, it was really, it looked a lot like him. Like the side of his head is a little weird You know what though? Puffy. Here's the thing about fucking looks. There's two eyes, a nose, and a mouth. How many, and you know what I mean? You could change the shape of your fucking head a little bit too. That's not a lot of variables to create 7 billion fucking people that look different. I'm impressed with nature that there's not like 187 Dave Motons. You know what I mean? Like, well, you got to think of the mixtures though. though. Once you mix people, right? Like, there's, still there's, not a, a there's an infinite. No, it's I mean, there's eyes and nose and mouth. Try to draw a hundred faces on a piece of paper with just those elements and make them different. It's kind of mm, fucking you crazy. You could say you it'd be hard. Everything else. That's a hundred though, not yeah. seven billion. Yeah, but I'm not nature either. That's what I'm getting at. You are not nature, Brad. Yeah. That was my whole point. This oh, that Brad is not nature. That, yeah, because I wanted to say everybody knows. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, <laughs> yeah, he he addressed it on David Letterman and assured everyone that he was not a vampire. That's however, what a vampire would say. However, yeah, that's what a vampire would he say. He never addressed the fact that a lot of people said that he wasn't a vampire. He was just an immortal. Mm-hmm. All that he did on Letterman was say, "Look, I show up in a photo, which vampires don't do, right? And you know, Burn. I don't drink blood. Blah 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 blah." But he never at any point said he wasn't an immortal. And in the middle of it, he talked so certainly about the traits. Because every vampire story has different traits for vampires. He was so certain about what is true about vampires. I was like, so that means, A, you know vampires. And B, (laughs) you're not saying you're not immortal. Right. So I don't know. I heard that he got unicorn shit straight from the tap at one point in time. During a different time Makes sense. Makes sense. You just pull Uh, their tail, I heard. Um, at one point he recounted how he was, and apparently this was backed up oddly enough by Charlie Sheen, 
um, he was on an airplane. Yeah, that's a and, great story. That's the craziest fucking story. Yeah. So he's in first class, obviously. They should do like a drunk history reenactment of, of this just story. Just Nicholas Cage stories. Yeah. yeah. So he gets up, uh, like he was probably fucking drunk, but he gets up and he grabs the PA for the whole fucking airplane. <laughs> and he says that he's the pilot and that he isn't feeling very well and that he's losing control of the aircraft ha, ha, ha. on the PA to the whole fucking airplane. <laughs> Charlie Sheen was on the airplane and confirmed the story later because like, he had you know, fucking a key of Coke or some shit yeah. wrapped around his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> so he's all panicky. He had a bag of, of cocaine on his ankle. Yeah. yeah. What's the chances you get on a plane and Nicolas Cage and Charlie, Charlie Sheen, Sheen on that motherfucking there. plane? Right. That's crazy. I mean, the, I guess you're coming from LA or something. It could yeah, happen. It, it'll happen. Yeah. Um, we saw Tech Nine and fucking what's his name from the office. Yeah, on yeah. the same. Yeah. They weren't on the same flight though. No, we saw Tech Nine in the airport. Yeah, and we saw the guy on the plane. Um, but then yeah, and he said that the pilot came out and yelled at him. We oh, saw yeah. Sinbad. We haven't flown that much, and we saw we saw That's someone true. every time. That's yeah. true. We <laughs> kind of do. Yeah. Well, I mean, the stars fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah, you go to LAX. That's where there's LAX. You see tons of people. Yeah, I mean, right. just going out and about in LA. I couldn't believe that motherfucker said Gary Coleman on the cell phone next to us and Sinbad walked by. Yeah. yeah. But you have to admit it's weird. That sounds racist. The universe. That just happens to be two things for us. But it is weird to see two celebrities flying out of Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah, because Kansas City's a dump. Maybe they were at the same charity event, though. Maybe that other dude. No, Tech Nine lives there. Yeah, Tech oh. Nine's from Kansas City. Well, he was at a charity event, and he was on a return flight, like getting there. But yeah, the other guy was at it. He was at Paul Rudd's uh, charity event. That he Man, did. I wish it was Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah. Paul Rudd's a funny dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, he bought an octopus once mm-hmm. for total octopus, fucking octopus porn, of course. Bargain, for a tax write-off. Bargain octopus, like. If you were buying an octopus, uh, how much would you pay for an octopus? Like you wanted a nice oct, you want an octopus that's going to help you with your acting. <laughs> oh, like a hundred grand, hundred fifty. You yeah. were you were close. You were yeah. you were way closer than I would have been. <laughs> I'd have been like I don't know seven thousand dollars. So what I really want to know though is he? Thrifty? I mean, you can get a tiger for pretty cheap. That's true. You know I mean? Is he thrifty yeah. with his taxes, or was he really working an acting methodology because he's fucking eccentric as fucking his Nicolas Cage? No, Which I one think, was it? I think it's or a little the, of both. I, no, I think it's the. It's a win-win. Yeah. I think it's the eccentricness because I think it's both, and he had like to he stayed. Right he stayed in the Dracula's castle, like in Transylvania, right. you know, like that type of right. shit. Like, and you could see him like in Gone in sixty seconds, which is coincidentally one of my. It's probably one of my favorite movies. Like, it's it's one of those movies I can watch over and over right, again. Right. It's not necessarily if you said what's your top movies, like that wouldn't end up in it. But, but if it's, it's on, like you can always yeah watch. I can always watch it and for whatever reason that is a pretty good movie really though and and uh but he does that you could see that methodology you know what I mean that character building he drove like an octopus yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's the movie that's the he got it for that yeah movie. Yeah, yeah 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 he needed to have that many hands right. like they're still in cars and stuff so it's I mean, this isn't this it used to be called Gone with the Eight Legs in sixty seconds yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. retitle it this yeah. isn't even necessarily a weird thing but I was just watching um. Uh, the latest episode of Hot Ones on YouTube and the British comedian Russell Brand mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. on it. And the, like an impersonator of Russian Russian Brand? No, the real <laughs> Russian the real Brand. One. It was he's actually his second shot. He was the only, I think he's the, the only real Russian who's done Brand it. was on there? The real Russian Brand. He's not from Russia. He's just always in a hurry. Right. Yeah, yeah Russian Brand. But it was his second visit to the show. And apparently the first time he did it he was. He didn't like have brand flakes. He'll well, be well, Russian. He was, named, well, he was named after the cereal, Russian Brands. Yeah. Beat you to it with the toilet, but yours came through clear. 
But anyway, in the middle of it, <laughs> the question. I made the serial joke first. <laughs> they asked him a, a question about living with Nicolas Cage. Those two lived together? Yeah, oh, apparently. Wow. Like the, he tells the story briefly, but he was like, they. he said they filmed a movie together and he mentioned the movie. I've never heard of it. Russell Brand himself even said it was a pretty horrible movie. You know, I don't think anybody watching this has ever seen it. Um, but he said they were filming in Morocco and that he and the director and Nicolas Cage all stayed in Nicolas Cage's house because he spends in so Morocco? much fucking money. He probably just bought a house in Morocco while he filmed there right. or, or he already had a house in Morocco. He could have been renting it Who or fucking knows? Too, yeah. But so Russell Brand stayed with him. I don't think he was renting it because Russell Brand said that they filmed, they finished filming the movie and that he loved Morocco and he ended up staying in Nicolas Cage's house with Nicolas Cage for six months. They edged together. They Morocco. just watched porn and see who came, came first. And oh, like, wow. Yeah. It's held Ar- out. Army of one. Army of one. The Rotten Tomatoes is 25%. They went 72 wow. hours without coming in front of the TV. They took Vibrant and 25. Viagra. Yeah. Yeah. They just sat IMDb there and put edged. five out of 10. Wow. The yeah, latest uh, five out of ten. There's some okay movies that are five out of ten. The latest Bruce like the Goonies Willis, for you. The latest Bruce Willis movie <laughs> got a four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh shit! Yeah, I've never seen a percent that low. Damn. I don't even know the name of it. It just popped up in my Google app, and I was like, "That's is that he Bruce probably Willis? the critic hates." I might him. have to watch this. Just look at Nicolas Cage's face in that. That's shit. fantastic, dude. Like that's method acting. Yeah. Damn, he looks old. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, what's weird about Nicolas Cage is, is like there's movies that he's done that I'm like, I like. You know what I mean? National lots Treasure. Lots of them. For sure, lots yeah. of them. National, and then all you have, the National Treasures, Con Air. Yeah. There's a bunch of those. Fucking and then Con there's movies seconds. that are fucking terrible. Yeah. Face off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know why? He got in a bunch of trouble with his money. He just started fucking plowing out fucking uh, movies. That's yeah, what happened. Right. Still, though, I watched I the think, thing about it. Yeah, I, I still think that like, he got in financial you, trouble and people were like, I'll give you a fucking 100 grand. He's like, fuck it. Let's do this. Like, it's only going to take three weeks to film that. Fucking, I guess if the director grand in three weeks. I guess the director and the writing and everything makes your mediocre acting a little bit better. I guess that could help. Well, if I can find the quote, um, because he's definitely like a Keanu Reeves, like his personality yeah. is kind of the same in every movie. There was um, Roger Ebert um, said, and this is what's weird about him because you want to just dismiss him as being a shitty actor, but he's won Academy Awards. Well, that, he's been the other in thing great is, movies. Though, he was in adaptation. Like he's, he's done yeah. really good shit. But the one section that I was looking at, it was talking about how there's tons of actors and film critics who say no one really understands it. Like he's one of the best actors yeah. alive right now. Yeah. Like, like Sean Penn and Ethan Hawke who've both won tons of awards like high-end actors like in totally separate interviews they both when they were like who who's like some of the best actors today living they both said well and the weird thing is they both said I don't know if what he does if I would call it acting but like this year one of the best characters that I saw was a performance from Nicolas Cage <laughs> and one of them said that he it's more like like Sean they probably Penn, view it differently Sean Penn said, oh, yeah, for Sean, sure. Sean yeah. Penn said he's not an actor he's a performer I don't mm. know what that means and the other yeah. guy said he's less like an actor and more like a, a troubadour from 200 years it ago it might be because he's so theatrical about shit it's probably so that, that, and that's what top. it is it's definitely it's definitely over the top right like there's some over the top oh, for sure. all the like, time I lost 
lost happening. my hand. Yeah. I lost my bride. Yeah. Like that fucking whole shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He has his hand. He has his bride. Yeah. Like he's just so fucking melodramatic. Yeah. The bees, not the bees. Like yeah, yeah, the, all yeah. that shit, man. He's it's just the, so it's the, the it's the Shakespeare. Like right. he'd be like right. Shakespearean stage, play yeah, back in the day. Yeah. So Roger Ebert said there are often lists of the great living male movie stars, De Niro, Nicholson, and Pacino usually. How often do you see the name Nicolas Cage? He should always be up there. And he said he has two speeds, intense and intenser, <laughs> and said he's a, he's a good act. And I think this is probably the best statement I read about Nicolas Cage. He said, again, this is uh, Roger Ebert. He said he's a good actor in good movies and an almost indispensable actor in bad ones. Yeah, right. and that's like, what I'm talking about. If you about, put him in a fucking, good movie, he's, he's going to do a good job. If Matchstick you put it, men. If you put him in a bad movie, he's the only reason to watch the bad movie. What's the one where he's the I drunk knight? So I love bad. Matchstick Men. No, it's a good movie. That's and then what's movie. the what's the night? What's the one where he's the knight trying to change? He's drunk. That, yeah. It's fucking horrible. Like it's fucking. I, I like Nicolas Cage, and no, it's there's, fucking there's terrible. Horrible. Did it is see, terrible. Did you see the story about raising his, Arizona? He I mean, left his mushrooms Fantastic. out. His yeah. cat ate all his uh, magic mushrooms. I saw oh, some white half of his magic mushrooms, it. so he split them and ate the other half because he thought the only way that he could help his cat through it was if he was in the same. If he was realm. having a trip too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. And he tells that story on like Letterman. On Letterman, yeah. Another thing is he bought the. He said he swore the cat was his brother during the time. He bought the house of someone who we should probably do a show about named Delphine LaLaurie, yeah. who was a socialite in New Orleans in the 19th century. She was apparently like super horrible to her slaves and became a serial killer and started getting thrills out of murdering all of her slaves. He bought it because he thought it would help him write a fucking horror novel. Which he never did. He never did yeah. it and admits it. Um, then he bought the octopus. He bought, a, uh, he bought two plots of the best... Uh, uh, se- in the best cemetery in New Orleans, like the Primo, that's the, the pyramid. Cemetery. Yeah, uh, he built he built pyramid. Yeah, he built a pyramid there, which is tombs. his tomb yeah. for when he dies. <laughs> and it says um, "Omnia ab uno," which means everything from one. Um, of course, he's uh, CBS bought the rights to a version of the um, Joe Exotic story that was written. And, and he would they, be fantastic. They've officially hired, like it's official. Like Variety reported oh it. Oh my god, he's playing Joe. Uh, Joe oh, Exotic. Wow. That's this, perfect. Yeah. CBS is producing it. That's going to be got, over the top. Gonna, but it's going to yeah. release on Netflix, so it will right. be a. Ne- even though CBS is producing it, it's going to see Netflix bought be the Netflix, rights to yeah. it. But that's uh, in the works as we speak. Um, Did you see he bought a castle in Bavaria? He's bought multiple castles. He bought an island in the Bahamas. Yeah. Like and sold since yeah. then. Yeah, he sells a lot of him. He only this this is one of my favorite facts about him. He only eats animals yeah. that are dignified when they have sex. Which and I didn't see a definition of what exactly he will eat fish and birds. That's and it. he said he likes animals otherwise. It only matters as to what goes on his plate. Goes, right. He's not judging pigs no, no, no. for their dirty fucking. He, he just, just won't, won't eat, eat them because yeah. they're dirty. He won't eat pigs or cows. But he loves they're them. They're adorable. Fuckers. He would love them, but he wouldn't eat them because they fuck, they <laughs> right. fuck dirty. Because they fuck dirty. Yeah. But fish and and shellfish and birds are beautiful when they have sex. You know what we need? We need so he'll eat them. We need to read That's someone's weird. diary that had sex with fucking Nicolas Cage. 
Because you would think he'd be a freak, but like he doesn't want to eat animals that aren't dignified in sex. So fuck, is he like, come, fuck, come, fuck my lady, my fuck lady, me, fuck me like a shellfish. Yes. Mm. <laughs> he puts that song so on the come, my lady, yeah, come, so come, my lady. Yeah. What's yeah. that? Yeah. No, no. You're my, my butterfly, butterfly. Yeah. sugar, baby. Yeah, yeah. that um, song's playing. That's the only song he listens to during sex. The other two weird, random cage facts before we get into his life and times. At one point in uh, 2001. He woke up in his house in Orange County. <laughs> That's what I was going to 2011. Think. He said, I opened my eyes and there was a naked man wearing my leather jacket eating a fudge sickle in front of my bed. What I want to know is, is it his fudge sickle or did he bring the fudge sickle? I wondered the same thing. <laughs> like, it was that his guy, leather jacket. probably he went like wandering through the house, took his clothes off and was like, oh, it had to have been. Be it had to have been. Got in the freezer, yeah, yeah, yeah. found a fudge sickle yeah, and went walking in like, hey. Yeah. Because the fudge sickle would have melted by the time you explored the house, found the jacket, and got your fudge sickle out that you brought with you. Right. That shit's wrecked. Like he had to have found the fudge sickle. I think fudge sickle was it was definitely meant something. Oh about. yeah, he yeah, was yeah, trying yeah. to make a statement yeah. with that. And then finally, yeah, you mentioned the fact <laughs> that he bought a Tyrannosaurus Batar skull at an auction in 2007 and oh, yeah. outbid DiCaprio. The outbid for it. DiCaprio two hundred seventy six thousand dollars. Oh, for sure, too. for sure. DiCaprio is a great actor. Um, he is. He's one of my. Favorites. He was in Django mode. But he got contacted. Had the twisty mustache, the hairdo. Uh, so he bought it in 2007, and then in 2014, the Department of Homeland Security approached him and said, you bought an illegal T-Rex skull that was stolen um, from the Gobi Aww. Desert in Mongolia, and it's a national treasure, no pun intended, right. of Mongol Mongolians. So uh, he had to return it and just eat the $276,000. So... Um, so those are some funky facts about him. But so, yeah, he was born. Uh, one thing that a lot of people don't know is that he's like the Francis Ford Coppola, director of Apocalypse Now, the Godfather mm -hmm. films, like one of the greatest all time directors of American cinema. Yeah. He's his nephew. And this whole time, I always thought it was his son. I always thought oh, that was his dad oh, no. until I read this. And I was like, oh, Sophia Coppola, yeah. the, the director. Right. Um, who did Lost in Translation, that's Francis Ford Coppola's direct daughter, but that would be Nicolas Cage's cousin. It's funny, too, though, because it's like, man, like some of these celebrities know that they're destined for it. Like yeah. He changed his name at age 17. When you have that fucking Coppola name, you know what I mean? During right. a time that that name meant a lot. And the thing, one thing that's kind of cool, he like didn't a want it. random, yeah. ran, uh, ran, well, he said that on the, on the set of Fast Times at Ridgemont High, um, which was the first movie that he did, everybody busted his balls About and it. said, you only got this job because of Francis Ford That's Coppola. Probably, that was probably the trigger. So then he changed his name to Cage. So right. when he's trying to earn his name in Hollywood, the people on set don't know he's related to Francis Ford Coppola. And do you know why he changed it to Cage? Because of Luke Cage yeah. is his favorite. There's also some artist thing, but it's mostly cool. the Luke Cage. Yeah. yeah. So... um the he other thing that I didn't know, big money because he collects comic books. He had the Superman yeah. number one number or whatever one. It was. Action Comics number one. Yeah, got stolen. Action mm -hmm. Comics. Yeah. And then he got it back and had to sell it to pay the insurance back. Yeah. Because he got paid out. Yeah, he got yeah. paid out by the insurance uh, company on the insurance. Yeah. Then they found it. They returned it. He had to return the money, but it, he didn't have enough money, so he had to sell it. Yeah. Had yeah. a profit though. Yeah. And had enough to pay it off and make some money. Right. Reading the bizarre Coppola, I mean, you know, it's a huge, huge Hollywood family. Nicholas Cage's two brothers, like one of them is a rate, like a big time radio DJ in New York. One of them is a director who does like shitty horror films and B movies. But you just run into tons of Coppola names that are like, oh, that guy directs TV shows. That guy does this. That guy does that. But Sofia Coppola, who played Don Corleone's daughter in The Godfather 3, 
Um, I didn't know that she played in the first Godfather released in whatever, 1970. Yeah. I don't know what fucking year it came out. Um, Francis Ford Coppola was filming, randomly filming the scene. It's a beautiful scene towards the end of the first Godfather where Don Corleone, Al Pacino's Don Corleone is having his daughter baptized and Francis Ford Coppola didn't want She's to deal. A baby. Yeah, yeah, Francis didn't want to deal with fucking casting directors and all this shit. So used his baby in the yeah. baptism scene. Makes sense. So she played her character from when she was like three months old. Oh, right? they added again. They her in. Yeah. Well, no, because she's because she's when, up. Yeah, yeah, when she so she played the same character as a baby as she did in That's her twenties, cool, yeah. which is kind of a cool thing. That's probably never happened. I and then know. Jason Schwartzman, who does like Wes Anderson movies, yeah, like yeah. the quirky guy, he's uh, one of the cousins. He's he's, another, he's cool. Ethan from Slackers. he's another Coppola. Um, he has the hair doll, well, six toes, yeah. and peas in the shower. So you can just imagine, like, it's not like going to the house wouldn't be full of fucking Hollywood who's who anyway. But it's like if you just went to the house on Thanksgiving, it'd be like fucking Jason Schwartzman and fucking. So wait, what's like his connection? Bill, he is a Coppola. He's he's not a Coppola. He's a Schwartzman, but it's it's, it's one of I think it's Francis. I mean, he's another one of Francis Ford Coppola's uh, nephews, right? Um, and it's Nicolas Cage's cousin. Oh, I can. So yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah, two two bro. He's born in 1964 in Long Beach. Uh, his mom is a choreographer, um, Joy Vogelsang, and his father is August Coppola, who was a literature professor. Um, but he grew up, you know. I mean, it's Francis Ford Coppola's brother. They'd go to their yeah. fucking uncle's house and hang out, and you know, it just happens to be this like. And in 1964, Francis Ford Coppola wasn't Francis Ford Coppola, right? You know what I mean? He was just a dude in film school who was about to get Apocalypse Now, you know, because um, he didn't really hit the scene in a big way until the 70s. Um, I don't remember what year Apocalypse Now came out, but I think that was, I don't know, 71, 72. I would guess. I don't I think did. it was in the 60s. Um, so when, anyway, he grows up around him at 15. Um, the articles I read said that at 15, he fell in love with acting 1979, 79. Yeah. Okay. But it's like, I don't think he fell in love with acting at 15. Like you're a fucking Coppola. Like you were, you were just already in the business, yeah. you know, like, yeah. come on. Yeah. You but it like doesn't mean that he loved it times such a you know big movie, man. Once yeah. he landed that, he was like in the fucking movie. Like that was such a popular right. movie. And actually, I think, I think classic. something, I think something has to happen. Like, because even, mm-hmm. I mean, there's tons of celebrities with kids uh, and no matter what they do, right. But they might not do the same thing true. that their parents That's are true. doing. That's true. But some of them fall in love with it yeah. the yeah. same way that their parents did. So, uh, something has to happen. There's in a that ton mix. of child actors that just never pursue. Like when you look at yes. the cast of Neverending Story, none of them. Right. Like no one. They they're like, one fuck off. They all did that yeah. movie yeah. and they didn't. Well, they were molested else. and then stopped yeah. acting. Right. Once Hollywood was yeah. done with them, they put him in the basement of a pizza. Yeah. But apparently, parlor. when he was 15, yes. he was going somewhere with his uncle Francis Ford Coppola, and said that he wanted to get a screen test um, for whatever movie he was about to do. And Francis Ford Coppola said that he wasn't interested. And apparently young Nick Cage freaked out and screamed, I'll show you acting. 
and was like, you think you know acting? I'll show you acting. And it's like, I lost yeah, my well, hand. Yeah. I just worked with bees. Fucking, I just got done doing a movie with fucking Al Pacino, Marlon Brando yeah. and Robert yeah. De Niro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know acting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, kid. And apparently it met with complete silence in the car for the rest of the car ride. <laughs> Everybody was like, eesh. But so he falls in love with acting. Um, and that's because uh, he didn't know he could eat a peach for hours yet. That's true. Yeah. That was, he yeah. wasn't, he didn't too know young. that skill too set. Young. So he did fast times at Ridgemont high. Um, and then his bigger role, which was the next year was Valley girl. And if I think back on the eighties, I remember him from Valley girl more than fast times because he was the star of Valley girl. And he was just, I think part fast of times ensemble, got bigger ensemble. later on though. It did. It was a more fast times was a more popular movie, but he wasn't the star of fast. True. Times, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. He was the like, he was the main dude in, in Valley girl. Yeah. Um, but they both kind of put him on the map. Um, Francis Ford Coppola finally in well he's headed he's headed uh with the movies he's filming now he's done 103 films and he's headed up he's been the lead in a hundred of them god damn so that's pretty I mean that's crazy that's dude. not that's not small number no that's you know a I mean? ridiculous number yeah. there's the whole quality not quantity for thing sure happening. that's true <laughs> but yeah but I mean if 50 too. of those are good movies right. yeah 50 of them you still have 50 right. good yeah. movies that have awards you right. know what I mean right and like right now he's filming the what's the unbearable weight of of talent or whatever the unbearable what is it called uh you guys haven't seen that it's the unbearable weight of massive talent it's a quentin tarantino film right playing himself where he's lost all his money and he needs money true story and so yeah (laughs) it's a tarantino Tarantino oh that's gonna he's just gonna be back on fucking top yeah so yeah so uh they're actually fought over the rights for it um and is Tarantino directing it's, it or it's producing consent, it? Right now, it, it's being filmed in Hungary. Hung, Hungary. Hungary. Um, <laughs> I think but it's, it's already considered right to be now, one bro. of the best uh, unproduced screenplays. So it's supposed to be a good movie. So is Tarantino directing it or producing it? It's uh, That's a big difference. Yeah, it still know. means something. I know. Yeah, he's produced like find, that yeah. kung fu movie, Crouching Tiger. I, I think, think he did. He... Like, but see if i can find who uh, let me see if i can find oh director no he's not directing it uh, but I, if he's playing himself then he's he's doing what we need him to do which is lean into it yeah you need to lean into being nicholas cage you know who he tom needs, gormican is no oh, okay he yeah, needs to, it's my favorite kind of pickle nice, and i think that's nice what this that's tom what gormican <laughs> tom gormican good pickle very dude. very crisp yeah um, yeah, but I think that's kind of what this is. But Neil Patrick Harris is in it. Oh, like nice. this, he needs it, to become Medicage. Yes. He needs yeah. to like if he doesn't become Medicage, yeah. he's he's ruining it. Because he's I filming really, he's filming uh the Joe Exotic project and then he's filming that. And, and so, I really like genuine, genuinely want to see what's this? Uh Willie's Wonderland. Willie's Wonderland. I just like I want to yeah. see that movie. What is that about? I don't know. You know, like Five Nights at Freddy's or whatever that. Oh yeah, movie. oh yeah. It's, he's he's tricked into a janitorial job. He's tricked into a janitorial <laughs> job. Like his car goes like from the trailer. At Willy's Wonderland. His car breaks down, and the owner of Willy's Wonderland says, "If you clean up Willy's Wonderland, I'll fix your car, and it'll be ready in the morning." And he goes. Oh, the demonic animatronics. Yeah, and yeah. then a bunch of teens come in and talk about how the place is haunted. So and the it's animatronics not at the museum in a theme park, basically. And it's in a, a, a Chuck E. Cheese. Okay. It's scary. And they're animated and demonic. But then yes. at one point in the middle of the preview, like the the teenage girl who's in there 
you know, gets scared and says, we were wrong. They're not hunting him. He's hunting them. Oh. And there's all these shots of him massacring the Chuck E. Cheese dolls with like, fucking. Like he knew exactly like, what was up. <laughs> like, and I don't think, I mean, based on the preview, I don't think he talks. What? It's like, like a I John Wick. Like I don't think he has any lines. Like, John I'm Wick doesn't sure. talk uh, at all. But dude. that motherfucker like, he does a little bit, a little bit, no, like, barely bit. though. But I'm like, re- like I'm ten percent. I saw the preview. I really wanted to watch 10%. that movie. <laughs> I really wanted to watch that movie before we did this episode. Like but I, didn't have I will watch that movie. The movie looks fucking fantastic. Yeah. I appreciate um, John Wick's fucking fight choreography, but that motherfucker runs a lap to turn the corner. Like he it does the craziest fucking shit. He's just like it's Jackie. So Francis Ford Coppola gives him a role in Rumblefish in 1983. Um, I don't know this movie, Birdie, with Matthew Modine in 1984. Um, all right, all right, all right. And then he knocks out a bunch that kind of makes him stand out as someone who's a real fucking yeah, Peggy Sue. actor. He does Peggy Sue Got Married, mm. Raising Arizona mm. with the Coen Brothers. Great fucking movie. Vampire Kiss. Moonstruck with Ch- Cher. Wild at Heart with Do David you think Lynch. he banged Cher? That's what I want to know. I think so. Probably. I she was so. young and hot. I bet he banged her. I hope so. She banged right. whoever she wanted to bang. David she Lynch banged. is wild at heart. Vampire's Kiss where he eats a cockroach. Oof, um, that scene. That scene is rough. I watched it. It's a real cockroach. I and looked that, it up. I forget yeah, what does, they said. He does eat they, that. Yeah. They were going to have him eat something else. That was nowhere near. It as was a gross. peach. It was going to take too long. Yeah, yeah. Hours. yeah but, hours. Like, but he said that no, he he's, wanted, he's the method actor. He's he's the, and he, he said that the real he, well, thing. he said that the worst thing he could picture eating was a cockroach. So that's what Ooh. he wanted to eat on camera because it would have the reaction that he wants the character to bring. And they said that they ended up bringing him a box a little partition box he full of pick, cockroaches pick so he could cast the cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I used to watch Fear Factor and think, I could do it. I could do it. For nah, that much money, nah, I could nah. do it. No, you gave me kelp, like kelp pickles last week yeah, and I almost, almost fucking yeah. yacked yeah, my Yeah, but there cup. wasn't fucking $10,000 on the line. Dude, I don't know. Nah, I'm telling grand, you, I'd I know my one. willpower. Like, I, ten could, grand, I, would I could climb yeah. a mountain. Yeah. I could, endure, I could I endure physical one. stuff and yeah. pain. I could like overcome certain things. I mean, but some shit's involuntary. And I think eating a cockroach, I fucking don't know that I could handle it. It's crazy. I don't think like, I could do it. Jason Roskam doesn't normally suck dick, but if right. Bradley Cooper was sending him, yeah, he can't, he can't no money himself. even. He would just yeah, suck him, suck him off. He'd suck the bone marrow out of him. Yeah. Yeah. He works at the cancer. Yeah. He works at the he cancer clinic. Now. Turns into a yeah. ghoul. He has marrow transfers just through their <laughs> dick. So I have to admit, I've never seen Leaving Las Vegas. Uh, uh, so this I, is the I didn't yeah. even know. Leaving Las Vegas. That's the one where he wears all white. He's in all white in that movie. I don't know. Uh, I think it is. Um, it's uh, that's the one he won he, like an Oscar. Uh, Academy yeah, Award. He won. For. He, won yeah. he won Golden Globe and Academy Award for Best Actor. Mm, um, at the time, his typical salary for a movie was four million dollars. But the, all they could pay their lead because it was a, a low budget movie. All they could pay their lead was uh, uh, two hundred and forty thousand dollars. That's he all. Did that it was in and the still budget. got the Academy Award. So he did it. He yeah. was like, "No, I just love the script. I really want to do Maybe it." Maybe that's why he takes all the shitty movies because like they end up being like, "Oh, yeah, hey, remember that one time <laughs> I won the Academy Award? Leaving Las remember? Vegas? Well, it's funny. Is he thought National Treasure was going to be some bullshit and it ended up being huge. It's a good movie. Yeah, good yeah. movies. Good all movie. those are good. Um." 
So yeah, he reads he, the script different than I'm everybody gonna watch else him tonight. Him. Actually, yeah, I think he does. I might watch Willy's Wonderland tonight. You know, he's it out. You know how he read the script for that one? It's streamable. You have to pay. You have to buy it or rent it. At first, he thought that National Treasure wasn't going to be good, and he flipped the script over. And put lemons on it, and then fucking used a hair dryer right. under a black oh, light, and, and he, he saw realized, the real script. Yeah, he knew yeah. the he real script. He was like, script. "Oh, we're going after the yeah, the declaration, declaration of right, right." So throughout all these things, he starts to get a, a reputation as being a hardcore method actor. He describes his acting style as nouveau shamanic, mm-hmm. which he said he got from a book. At first, I was like, "Please tell me he made that up." Yeah, I, oh, I didn't know he got it from a book. That's yeah. too bad. Um, but yeah, he, That's so too bad. some of the stuff that he's done, um, in birdie, I guess he played a Vietnam vet who was all fucked up. So he had them pull out two of his teeth with no, so he had the right look yeah. for the film and he had no fucking painkiller while they pulled his teeth uh, out. So he did ex- experience the pain. Yeah. And then he spent five weeks with his face wrapped in bandages because that's a procedure his character would have had to go through. To the point that you could get bed sores on your he face. This is the, yeah. he, this, had in, he had infections yeah. on his face and said that no one could even recognize him when they finally took the fucking bandages off because he just left bandages on. Like a doctor wouldn't have left bandages yeah, on your face. They would have changed. So the movie Was he taking a shower with that. Yeah, the movie Tropic Thunder is 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 making fun of Nicolas Cage. Right. Yeah. His fucking. I mean, you know, they're yeah. they're. You know, they've gone so far. Robert Downey Jr. has gone so far as to turn himself, change his pigment color. Right. You know what I mean? To become right. black because he's method acting so <laughs> fucking hard. Like, I mean, it's fantastic. He, for fight scenes where his character needed to know uh, jujitsu, he like. Oh, like, like the movie Jujitsu. Oh, okay. He traveled and, and trained with Royce Gracie. Um, oh, wow. wherever Gracie lives like in he fucking Brazil. dives into shit he yeah. went to Brazil yeah. and studied fucking Gracie jiu-jitsu with he a ate Gracie. cat shit just so he get the plasma uh, yeah, yeah that's, that's right that's right it made him extra aggressive in the film and then the director I think this movie's terrible though the director of Vampire's Kiss said that uh, yeah you didn't see that one? No. Oh, that's recent. Yeah, yeah they have to kill space aliens or something. Ah, yeah, fucking. There was some talk about that in the group. Yeah. So apparently, he said that in order for him to get the right motivation and act out his love scene with uh, Jennifer Beals in Vampire's Kiss, he had to have uh, people pour hot yogurt on his toes. Was she going to come on his toes? I don't know. He put hot yogurt on the small of his back, maybe. No, it wasn't on camera. Oh. He just needed hot yogurt on his toes he's to like, act properly. He's like, I have to fuck your mom first. Well, well, so while sex. he's, this is happening while they're doing the scene? That was for him to get the right reaction he needed for this scene. Oh, oh so she's on top of him probably, and they're pouring hot yogurt while yeah. they're filming the face, and he's, oh, right. Yeah. I'm going right. to need a couple things. I'm oh. going to need a crock pot and some yo play. <laughs> Strawberry, preferably. Yeah. <laughs> the crock pot. Yeah. And Jennifer Beals one with granola on the bottom. Jennifer Beals was gorgeous. No granola, I don't know why no you needed hot yogurt to. Yeah, Jennifer Beals is beautiful. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. Um, yeah, but he needed the face she, though because he's not a, really yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. her. True. Like, so true. as soon as he as soon as like face, the orgasm yeah. was gonna happen, hot yogurt. They dumped the hot <laughs> yogurt on his toes, and he's just eyes rolled back into his head. And really, vamp. I, I bet you Jennifer Bill was just like, "What, what in the, the fuck? fuck is happening?" She had a right she had a yeast infection right then. She did. She had, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She was chunky, and he wanted to kind of simulate it. And Vampire's Kiss was the first time I even remember. Like, I remember watching that movie, and I was like, "What the fuck happened to Nicolas Cage?" Like, he's kind of like <laughs> like, and it was it, it was like it was the first time. It was hot. 
no, it wasn't just that. Like he's so he's like the Nicolas Cage we know and love right now right. in Vampire's Kiss, like for the first time. Yeah, that totally over the top. Like uh, that yeah, was where he first yeah. does he like I, sleep I first, in a coffin in the alley and shit? Is that that one? Yeah, he thinks he's becoming a vampire yeah. and he wears fake vampire teeth and he's just fucking gone. So I think over I'm vampiring. I think I think I'm vampiring. I, <laughs> I really think, think so. so. Yeah. So there's also the 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 um, amazing footage that's out there of him dressed up in a Superman outfit for a Superman movie. He was pretty buff at one point. I mean, I think some of the muscles no, he was built in that buff. suit. Yeah, he was pretty he was buff. Pretty buff. So I I read an article about the whole Superman lives. So. Kevin Smith um, was, uh, he wrote a screenplay. He got permission from DC to write a screenplay for Superman called Superman Lives. Hmm. He got a, a producer called John Peters to sign on and say, I'll totally back this. We'll get a studio to sign on. Warner Brothers signs on with it. So Kevin Smith wrote a, a pretty, it was based on a lot of Superman comics. It was pro realistically, it was probably a little bit ahead of its time right. for what he wanted it to do and how much it tapped into the real comic books He's of pretty, Superman. Kevin Smith is a pretty purist about yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of shit. Yeah. yeah. So he writes all about Brainiac and freaking like all like this whole, like there's a summary of the story that was on there for the original version. So then the only way he could get it made though, cause he's still just indie dude. This is in the nineties. So he did like clerks and not much else. Right. And um, that'd be huge to land. Superman. Yeah. So this producer is like, okay, he's like, I, I can, I'll back this, but I have some conditions in order for me to back this and take it to the studio. And he's like, what do you, cause you know, you need to change your script. Welcome to Hollywood. This is what fucking happens. So he said, I don't want to see Superman flying because he'll look like an overgrown boy scout. What? Hmm. Yeah. So he had, so Kevin Smith had to go back and describe that in all the, all the times that Superman would fly, all you would see was a blur of blue and red right. and hear a sonic boom because he was so fast you wouldn't see him. And then he hmm. would just like show up because he was Boy so Scout, fast. Boy Scout though, what was that about? Yeah. I don't know. It's because Superman's hair is always done. Maybe. Like, yeah, yeah, I guess. That was he what that, that guy was picturing right. probably. Like, That's probably you know. right, actually. I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. He said that he wanted Superman to fight a giant spider in the third act. Hmm. So Kevin so Smith changing. was like, okay, giant spider. <laughs> yeah, the, makes the, no famous, spider the famous yeah, Superman fighting the giant spider. Yeah, you remember that one. It's <laughs> but, a giant trap door spider, being who too. who Kevin Smith was at that time, it's like, I got to do this. Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah. get you, Superman. I got to do it. I got to yeah. do it. Yeah, it's Superman. That, I mean, that's if you are. It's just like the new Godzilla film. They made Godzilla. Godzilla is 390 foot tall, <laughs> right? That's that, The original Godzilla is 390 foot tall. Yes. King Kong is 50 foot tall. But in this new movie, they're the same height, apparently. You had that problem last week, too. Yes. I'm upset about it. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. I don't blame I you. I had to bring that up because somebody big, didn't hear it last week. Is, they got to hear it this week. How big is King Kong's dick, though? Anybody been camping with him? It's got to be huge. 50 foot tall? Uh, you could probably, well, he's not actually, as big now. You know, gorillas have tiny ass dicks yeah. and balls, though, actually. So it's only like seven feet tall. It's average. He's yeah. got like. Why eight. are you worried about King Kong's dick and not Godzilla's at 390 feet? Because Godzilla has a cloaca. lizard. Yeah, it's like cloaca. It's inside of him and shit. It could still be huge, though. Yeah, it's like huge cloaca. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, where'd that go? Size of a subway car. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, that face was impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he then told Kevin Smith that he wanted Brainiac to fight a polar bear at the Fortress of Solitude. And he said that he wanted um, Brainiac to give Lex Luthor a very cute space dog. 
Dr. In Evil. one scene. What the fuck is this turning into? And at that point, Kevin Smith was like, oh, yeah. so you just want to sell space dog toys. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like, and you probably want to sell giant spider toys yeah. and fucking yeah. polar bears yeah. and all this shit. Yeah. That's funny. They, they, that shit goes in consideration. It does, think about dude. That shit. And then he said that Peters also insisted that Brainiac have an assistant named Elron, which is fantastic. Hubbard. L-Ron, who was... Um, there was a Scientology they, got into that. They <laughs> called him a gay R2-D2 with attitude. What huh. the yeah. fuck? That's Brainiac's assistant. Um, this is turning into not even Superman anymore. So they got Robert Rodriguez was the first one offered to direct it, but he was doing a movie called The Faculty, so he couldn't do it even though he liked the script. Um, and then, Faculty? That's when all the teachers fucking are like alien body Oh, yeah, snatches. yeah. I yeah. didn't know he did that. Where are they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So... His original suggestion was Tim Burton, obviously. Hmm. Like, this is the 90s. He's doing Batman. Yeah. This is Warner Brothers. Get fucking Tim oh, Burton to direct Tim it. I Tim Burton did Batman. So Tim Burton signs yeah, the on. Yeah, Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah. I can and see that. He signs on for a $5 million pay or play, which means I'll sign on. I'll do all this pre-work. And if the studio shit cans it, I still get $5 million. Huh. Damn. So he signs on and starts doing the work. Um and so he got $5 million. Nicholas Cage gets signed to be Superman with a $20 million pay. Or I, saw, I saw a video of like the test shots and him him wearing the, the suit, suit and yeah. shit. Yeah. And um, I, didn't see that. I didn't look at those. But then the whole thing just fucking. So Tim Burton said that the reason he wanted to cast Nicholas Cage, he said, quote, the first time or no, no, no. The uh, Peters, the producer, said that he liked Nicholas Cage because he could, quote, finally convinced the audience that Superman came from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the aliens guy on fucking ancient aliens. But then uh, Tim Burton said, and he was being sincere, he said it was the first time you would believe that nobody could recognize Clark Kent as Superman because Cage could physically change his persona. So he so believed in Cage's acting ability that he thought if you looked at Clark Kent, the way he would play Clark Kent, you wouldn't even think it was the same person right. as Superman. But um, it just kept getting more and more fucked. At one point, someone said that they walked in and they saw like in the casting office or, or in the production office for the pre-production, there were just drawings of superheroes, supervillains, side characters, all this stuff all over the place. And they would bring in like fucking van loads full of kids to vote on which drawings they liked best. It was all about, selling, was all about selling action figures. Right. So, um, and then at that point... So who cared? Uh, Did Kevin Smith or someone step away? Well, Kevin Smith kind of got muscled out right and he he said i'm not mad about it what's warner brothers gonna do get the guy that fucking did clerks right just keep having the realm you know keep having the helm or to get fucking tim burton who just made half a billion dollars on batman yeah. right like you get tim burton um no it just uh we're mad about it might have been sad about it he probably was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it it's, yeah. I mean, it's like fuck. But um, my script was good enough, and they right, bumped me out. Right. You know. But at the you time, still, it was still your just, script, though. The I mean, studio just kept fucking getting involved. Like at the time, I mean, it sounds like a money. They're trying to do a money grab. You know right. what I mean? Like, and this is before people were making good superhero movies. Yeah. So the studio had one idea of what it was going to be. 
Kevin Smith had another idea of what it was going to be, trying Tim to be Burton true to comics. Tim Burton had another idea, yeah. and there was no way to get everything to, to match I mean, together. It's really easy for Tim Burton to be like, Yeah, I'm just going to take my $5 million and walk away because I got other shit right. I want to do. Well, I think he was our, I think there was a timeline, which o- often happens in Hollywood. That's why they do the pay or play thing. It's like, because he was set to do Corpse Bride at a certain date. And he's like, If we're not like, if we reach a point where the studio keeps fucking with things and we still don't have something, yeah. I'm this done. Like I, done, I'm yeah. already signed for this. I yeah. signed for this before I signed for yeah. Superman. You yeah. know, so that movie uh, fell to shit. But there's some pretty. And interesting you know what's funny is like think about how many movies out there like that. That that movie could have been great. It could have been trash, but it could have been could have been good. It could have been, been, been what Superman is perceived right. as. Right. You know what I mean? Well, eventually, I don't even think. From what I read, I don't think the project ever truly died. I think it just kept it just getting pushed. It back. just kept getting moved to different yeah. writers, different producers, different directors. Then it would get it would get moved to a you know was someone this else. Before the get Superman fired. we know, or it was supposed to be like reboot post. This is going to be reboot post. Okay, but I might be wrong. But I think it got dragged out and dragged on enough. Mm-hmm. That it became the funky Brandon Roth Superman movie that even Nicholas Cage is like yeah fuck came this. out like, yeah I don't know where that. it was it was basically like the conclusion of the Christopher Reeves story right. um, but that's what this project fifteen years later turned into was that movie um, which wasn't. And even they even they had Kevin Spacey was going to play Lex Luthor in this original one, and he still played it in the Brandon Routh one. They hired uh, Chris Rock to be uh, oh, wow. Jimmy Olsen, the photographer. Um, they should have made Superman for either. a horse named Krypton. Like they should have like fucking crypto horse, like a green horse, and then Superman. Well, crypto just, was the name of the dog. I know, but if he were a horse, then he got paraplegic, and that's the bad joke I was making. So that would be the end of Superman if he just died on the horse, but. Never mind. What? Dogecoin's at like <laughs> seven cents. So then he enters his action era. He does the rock, con air, face off, um, snake eyes, uh, eight millimeter. Uh, great movie. I forgot about those. Great um, bringing out the dead. That was uh, Joaquin Phoenix's like seconds. Yeah. first like big role. Was that the one about I the think. snuff film? Yeah. yeah. yeah that was actually yeah. a good movie. With Machine. He was yeah, also was offered the Constantine role that went to the end of oh, wow. movies for whatever reason. Yep. He was supposed to be the Green Goblin in Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, yeah, instead that of Willem, Willem Dafoe. Um, and then he also got offered Neo in The Matrix, I mm-hmm. guess. I don't know if they made the decision or he made the decision, but he was offered the role. Um, he was supposed to play Ronald Reagan. Keanu keeps stealing his shit. Yeah, he's supposed to be Ronald Reagan in some kind of biography movie of some sort. That's and then he said he was afraid maybe. it might harm his career, maybe yeah. for political reasons. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Um, and then he was supposed to be, this one's fucking terrible. I'm so glad it didn't happen. He's supposed to be Aragon. And he's, Oof. yeah, he's like, I'm really happy with what Vito did with the role. You fuck, yeah, you are. Yeah. Vito is Aragon. Yeah. Like, if you had Nicolas right. Cage, I cannot right. imagine. You wouldn't have known. You wouldn't have known what, what it was. You right. known different. That's yeah. true. Yeah, but I can't imagine Nicolas, Nicolas Cage, Cage being in Lord of the Vigo, Rings. Yeah. I mean, he would have really, he would have really took on that role, I believe. Yeah. He could carry the ring for hours. Yeah. Did you ever see uh, History of Violence? Uh, no. Vigo? Oh. Fuck. It is such a fucking good movie, dude. It is such a fucking good I'll movie. I watch it. I like him a lot. It is. What's the fucking. Uh, it is. What's about, Ashley Kutcher's girlfriend? It is about as violent a movie as, as I can remember watching. Uh, 
G.I. Jane. G.I. Jane. Oh, yeah. Vito's fucking Demi good Moore. in that shit, too. Demi He's Moore. an amazing actor. No, watch History of Violence. History of Violence. I didn't uh, write that down. I don't know if you want the kids to watch it with you because it's fucking yeah. violent. It, like, it made, I mean, and I haven't seen it since, like, so, it was it the, about? Uh, I, there's nothing I can say that won't give away. Okay. It's about two hours of fucking ass whooping is what it's about. Like, it's fucking good. It's a good movie, dude. Yeah, he's a badass, man. Yeah, he's a badass. Um, I sent it to myself. The, uh, but yeah, then he did uh, a bunch of indies. He did Captain Morelli's Mandolin. Um, he directed a movie called Sunny, which apparently was not good. No. He played Charlie Kaufman and his brother Donald Kaufman in Adaptation, where he got another Academy Award nomination um, for that. So again, it's like in the middle of all this dog shit, he rises to Academy Award winning performances. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think I think it's just I think it's a matter of the director. I think the director has to be able to contain the elemental plasma storm that is Nicolas Cage and redirect the energy to the right compartment and otherwise the ship blows up. It's like if you can handle what Nicolas Cage is yeah. and coax that out of him, you can get greatness. But otherwise... Yeah, because movies like Lord of War, like... I like that's that movie. a good movie too. Like, that actually, was a yeah. good movie, and his his yeah, he's he a, got he's a weapon into it. Weapon sells he's a weapons dealer. He yeah. became like a UN ambassador of peace because of he did so much work and research, with probably the movie yeah. and giving money to causes and all this. That, stuff. that movie was really cool, like of showing like the poverty levels and like the the what what went on in his life was just crazy. Um, it's strange that like the things you said about Sean Penn and whatnot about saying he's not an actor, like the whole weird thing, like he is a performer and like, they know that it's like, this is different, but it's great. Yeah. Because like, it's the same thing as like, because that's the thing that I want to make sure that was clear. Like he said that about him in the same sentence that he said, I think the best performance in a motion picture this year was done by Nicholas Cage. So it's not like Sean Penn was talking shit by saying that he said, whatever he did brought one of the best characters to the screen this year. Well, they see it like mechanically. Mechanically, they see the breakdown of it. They know what the methodology is behind the process of acting and how things are working, where that camera's at, and when they're doing this, they're using this technique or this method. It's a fighter. Know. It's a fighter watching UFC. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I don't watch UFC the same way that like some guy who doesn't. True. Right. You know, True. Brent sees stuff. We, right. we watch them. Oh, we know what he's doing right there. Like right. this, this happening because of this. You break stuff down different. But it's weird to see somebody win the UFC championship and then for you to say, yeah, but he's not really a fighter. It's like, what yeah, do you yeah, fucking I mean, mean, he just won. And like, you can't, you could say that. Like, you, you can, yeah, like, guess, there are people guess, like yeah. that. Yeah. There are well, people like that that's, like, not, like they're not Anderson that. Silva, you know? super unorthodox, weird-ass fucking Sugar yeah. Ray tactics, doing weird fucking shit. True. Like, spinning around, like, doing, like, fucking, like, a cartwheel to a spinning back fist. And yeah. Like, what the fuck? He got lucky, but he landed it. Like, right. yeah. but he kept it's the doing bone, it. It's, it's, the bones, it's the Bones does, Jones, you know what I mean? Like, those fighters that are weird and awkward. Some flying Superman shit. they're super athletic. No way were they going to land more athletic, they're more. They athletic, they're more they have more athletic ability than they are a fighter, but they're a, just really good at fighting. Well, what I was going to say is, in a like, way, Prime Tyson almost fits that bill. Kind of, because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like he can't go ten rounds, 
But it's like, that's because he never goes 10 rounds. Because yeah. he knocks your ass out in 38 seconds. You know? What I was going to say is about things like in Raising Arizona, like they were saying, well, we're, we're laughing at you, but we don't know why we're laughing. We're not sure if it's good or not. Like, right. I guess we're laughing, <laughs> but we don't know, like, are we like, this is ridiculous or right. it's great because it's funny. And then the thing, like, Cher chose him for Moonstruck. She said, I want this new young actor. That's a share, right? Yeah. And she said, she told him, it, watching you in, in like, I think it was Peggy Sue or something. Mm-hmm. She was like, it was like watching a car wreck for two hours. But I want you to play this part. <laughs> because it's, it was so, it, nobody else could have done it as no. bad, but still be as good. Right. Like, it's one of those things. It's some weird. And fucking, that's, what I, that's what I thought, though. Yeah. Like, watching that history of swear words, because I watched a couple of them this morning. And like the way he delivers he's like, the narration, like in, in like, cause it's not, it's a weird show. If you haven't seen it, it's like, he's, it's not like he's in it the whole time. He's like yeah, the they, host. They cut yeah. to so they cut people. to him and then it cuts to experts that talk about the history and then it cuts back to him. The as they, do, they do little cartoons right. and stuff. Yeah. But like the way, like I'm just looking at it and I'm picturing it as like a writer and I'm like the writer who wrote the script that Nicolas Cage is delivering never envisioned that delivery. No. Like in no, a no, no, million no, 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 no. years, that was I not think, how I this think, was delivered. I think even if you wrote it for Nicolas you Cage, still didn't, no. you didn't yeah. get no. what you wanted. No, like you didn't get what you no, thought you, got you were more getting. more than you wanted. No, you did. <laughs> but I'm saying you didn't get what you were expecting. No, not at all. At all, yeah. Not at all. Um, so then he did Wind Talkers, which I saw at the theater. I remembered liking it, but I don't really remember it I don't, I don't very think I much. Saw that one. Um, it's the one about the Navajo Code Breakers. So, yeah, it's, been so, it's like 2002, 2002, 2003, 2004, 2003, 2003, I mean, just so many films so each he, year. He, re, he remakes Wicker Man, yeah. which uh, is the bees scene. <laughs> The original, if you have, if you like horror, if you like slow, bizarre horror movies, watch the original 1970s Wicker Man. It's one of the weirdest, scariest, fucking psychological, bizarre, like there's horror in it. It's kind of Hitchcockian. Yeah. It's like, it's not this obvious horror of like a fucking maniac in a mask with a right. knife chasing you, but the not whole your time face. you're just on edge and it's weird and it's scary. Undertone like the original Wicker, and it's fucking bizarre. It's, it's such a fucking horror. bizarre movie, dude. The original Wicker Man. So when I heard he was remaking Wicker Man, I was like, you can't capture the weirdness of the entire city singing. And maybe and that's what they thought, bizarre though. Sex and they were like, we and, have to get Nicolas Cage. Yeah, he's the only one who can <laughs> This is the weird it. motherfucker yeah. right yeah. here, yeah. So, um, but yeah, very strange. I forgot that he was in Oliver Stone's World Trade Center in 2006. Mm, yeah. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I totally forgot about fucking Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider, yeah. He did two Ghost Riders. Which, that one? And they were pretty bad. Like, they were did, pretty bad, his, but they, his, they cost $45 million. They made 200 Like, they were successes. Yeah. His, whatever his Nova shamanic fucking acting method was for that, he painted himself in some, like, fucking traditional fucking paint and hung, like, Egyptian relics all over like jewelry all over his body or something crazy to try to get into some possessed spiritual, spiritual yeah. mode for that fucking movie. And then at one point they were filming in uh fucking I don't know Romania or right. whatever the fuck it was and uh in an interview with Idris Alba who was in the movie like they got to the set in the morning and he was like Idris was like are you all right? You look pretty rough. 
like talking to Nicolas Cage, and he was like, "What? Ha- like, did you not sleep last night, or what?" In the spirit world, and he can't see me. He said, "Oh, I went up into the mountains last night and slept in Dracula's castle by myself, what? so I didn't get any sleep. But I thought it was important to do to feel ghost right." Yeah. Wow. It's like what the fuck? so weird. Um, uh, he was supposed to be in uh, Darren Aronofsky. He was like, are you going to eat your waffle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the same he was, sense. He was unaccredited in Grindhouse. Oh, was he? Yeah, it was Fu Manchu. And then he did Fu Manchu. Uh, it was a Rob Zombie short mm. uh, of the, um, of the uh, <laughs> it's Werewolf Women of the SS. Nice. And yeah, it's yeah, there's a bunch of weird shit. Like he's you know, dressed Tom, up like a woman. Like it's like, like cross dressed. Tom right. Cruise is in uh, is in Young Guns. Well, and yeah, you don't know and it. Tom Cruise is in huh. Tropic Thunder, and he's unaccredited. And he's kind of, he comes rolling by yeah. on a horse, and like Billy yeah. Kid shoots him, and it's Tom Cruise. If you right. look real close and pause it, you can see it. Like I don't understand why actors like that do that. Who knows? Yeah. You're just on set. They were there, and he's like, "Hey, yeah. we need one more guy." Yeah. He's like, hey, "Fuck it, I'll do it, cowboy up." Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. This one's on me, bro. Right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's uh, almost like Easter egging movies. Kinda, though, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. two thousand seven, he was seen like getting like going to all these wrestling shows, like these like indie wrestling shows, and everybody was like, "What the fuck is he doing at all these?" Indie- what's happening? Like, well, no, because he was supposed like he was the first person who the director Darren Aronofsky wanted to be the lead in the wrestler. Um, with Mickey Rourke, right? Which I think he would have been great in. I to think be perfectly so, yeah. honest. I think that, like knowing that movie, I think he would have done a great and job. And like in a it. wrestler's like acting chops too. Like they're very bizarre. But even just you like know, you're like, like you're a fucking beat up, washed out has yeah, been. Yeah, you know. But then apparently he had already signed and everything. But then when Darren Aronofsky was talking about the fact that he kind of wanted uh, Mickey Rourke to do it. He was like, "Oh, Mickey Rourke needs to do this." Like he was like, "I'm out. Like do it." Yeah, because and he just like totally back. He, he probably went, envisioned he Mickey away. Rourke. Yeah, he saw and him he's doing like, it. Yeah, he's like, and yeah, apparently think, they yeah. were old friends. Yeah. And I know Mickey Rourke was like down on his luck and wasn't. Do- he had just gotten. That's kind of cool. He quit yeah. acting and became a professional boxer, which is why his face got all fucked up. Um, but but he was like, "No, have him do it. He's going to do better than I am knowing that role." And he did. He I think he won the Academy Award for in the wrestler yeah um but yeah then he got national treasure um which he thought was going to be a bullshit movie that wasn't going to make any money um and it just fucking exploded and then he did he only did two right that and book of secrets uh, yes i, I didn't find so. i thought he did three for some reason um then he started just doing a bunch of bullshit horrible movies in the 2010s um he that's did, when he had his money trouble yeah yeah he did, uh, surprisingly, he did the animated movie The Croods, which was probably just a fucking hustle cash well, in grab. in 2010, though, he fucking did, blew up. He that's did do Kick-Ass. Movie, yeah. Kick-Ass was, was Yeah, okay. Kick-Ass was pretty oh, good. The Sorcerer's a, Apprentice a is the fucking, that one's a fucking dude, the shit. Little the season girl, of the Witch. Oh, oh I love The Sorcerer's Apprentice. And the little yeah. girl in Kick-Ass is a fucking badass. I yeah. like that Sorcerer's Apprentice movie. I really do. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking. Of, maybe I'm just thinking a season of The Witch is terrible. No, it's that guy that talks like he's fucking, he's like, talks like Jack Nicholson, like a young Jack Nicholson. He has this weird, like, whiny, drawn-out voice, and he's going to college, and he likes some fucking girl, and it turns out that he's fucking, like, magic by fucking bloodline or something, and Nicolas Cage trains him as to, to be a fucking wizard. It's a good movie. You check it out. Yeah, he did The Croods, which ended up making $585 million, um, and now there's, like, a fucking Netflix series and a Croods 2 or 3, so he's made a fucking shitload of money on those Croods movies. 
Um, I didn't know he was in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the animated movie. So he started to do animated stuff. At one point, he even offered to do an animated version to play Superman in an animated version of Kevin Smith's original script Hmm. for Superman Lives or whatever. Um, But the uh, Warner Brothers squashed it and kept changing it and fucked it. That would have been cool. Like a way to see what that would have been. You know, I with think, him still I think once you it. see like Superman, you're thinking like money, like, and they're just they just want to fucking get oh, in for there sure. for sure. And, yeah, and, it is uh, money. I mean, it's one of I it's one of the Warner Brothers' biggest IPs. I mean, Superman and Batman are as big as it gets with fucking yeah. with a with a superhero. Well, you know think if I, mean? I think, think that's why role, Marvel's it, really crushed him though because sucks. somebody hasn't fucking know. went in there and done that. I think yeah. right now though, if like we were like the podcasting superstar, like if some other podcast was like, hey, if you'll go on this podcast, we'll give you ten grand. You'd be like, fuck yeah, I'll do an hour's and work for 10 depends. grand. Right. It depends. For 10 grand, bro. It you, depends. you would go on any podcast nah, for 10 grand. No. Yeah, you would. No. Depending Lies. on how much we were in, in your hypothetical situation of us being mega podcasters. Yeah. All right. Let's okay, offer Joe Rogan 10 grand and watch him laugh at us. I said us, not Joe Rogan. Let's scale it down. The podcasters that we are, 10 grand any podcast. You do no, it. No, no, no. Brad's a liar. No. Liar and a fat I can't mouth. say any podcast, yeah, see? but almost any podcast. I would do the Duty Doo podcast. If I didn't have to shit in the mouth. That might be a mouth, good show, though. You can't I'm just do talking it. remotely and I just had to be a guest on their podcast. There's not a podcast I wouldn't do for $10,000. Yeah, that's true. Because I was thinking of like things that like go against what I believe in or whatever, but then I would just get on the show and fucking. Take yeah, you shit on what yeah, you would doing. talk back. Like, like, let's yeah. sign the contract yeah. first, and now I'm going to shit all over your show. Yeah, you, know? yeah. you think you can get me on? Hit me up, ten grand. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's Brad's ploy. I bet I could get him to go on my show for ten. Yeah. He's like, "You're right. I'll do it." Okay, fine. I do it for ten. You got to give me ten up front, and then ten after. Yeah. So he gets married about a million times. Gets divorced about a million times. Uh, most times. notably, he got married to Patricia Arquette. He married uh, Elvis Presley's daughter. Um, he got married to one person for four days, um, and then said that they were so drunk when they got married that they, when they finally sobered up four days later, they immediately went and got it annulled, um, had a, a son named, uh, Kal-El Coppola. From Just Superman. Great. That's Superman's Kryptonian When it comes to names, he's about comic books for sure. Yeah, he is. Um, uh, he got married again in 2021 to somebody. Um, but yeah, so to re- somebody, I don't know. Rico Shibata. Rico Shibata. Yeah. Sounds like a dude. So he buys fucking property. He's own stuff. I mean, Malibu, Paradise Island, Bahamas, the Exuma Archipelago, fucking uh, Aruba, Jamaica. Who will want to take it? Yeah. It from you to Bahama. Fucking Kokomo. Get there fast <laughs> and then we'll take it slow. Uh, a place in Rhode Island, multiple castles mm-hmm. in fucking Scotland and Germany. And, um, uh, and he sell, he flips them. A lot of them he sells a year or two later. It's like he buys them. And then two years later he sells them. And for a while I was like, Oh, like he bit off more than he can chew. So he bought this house and then fucking two years later he sold it. But it's at the end of the day, I'm looking and it's like, oh, he bought this manor for $3.2 million and two years later he sold it for $3.5 million. And I'm like, well, he made a fucking a couple yeah. hundred grand on it and lived in a castle for a year. Um, but yeah, he had some money problems for sure. So in 2009, the IRS files documentation against him 
saying that he hasn't paid taxes and he owes $6.2 million. That's what it was. I couldn't remember what the trigger was. The $6.2 million was the trigger for the shitty movies. Yes. He went buck-ass shitty movie wild. So he puts a lawsuit out against his business manager, Samuel Levin, and says, like, he didn't, like, he was supposed, supposed to pay to the taxes. Yeah, right. He's fucking robbing me blind. He's doing all this stuff. Levin countersues him and says, I advised him. Where is it? He said, um, he said something about being well aware. Well, he said, I advised him against, uh, like, I'm not the reason he's broken, didn't pay his taxes. I advised him uh, against buying a Gulfstream jet, a flotilla of yachts a squadron of Rolls Royces <laughs> and millions of dollars in jewelry and art because he just goes on shopping spree. So he owns 22 automobiles. Nine of them were Rolls Royces. Um, Dude, he's on the interview I watched right before you guys got here and he's just talking about his roles in movies and everything seems normal until his hand comes into frame and he has a pinky ring and a fucking ring on his finger that are like the fucking most ridiculous pirate right. jewelry you've ever seen. Just right. giant fucking gaudy, crazy ass jewels on his fucking fingers. They said in two in wait, in two thousand seven, he bought three pieces of real estate for thirty three million dollars. He bought twenty two automobiles, including nine Rolls Royces. He bought twelve pieces of expensive jewelry. I can imagine. Right. And he bought 47 pieces of artwork and exotic items in 2007. I wonder like, okay, so like you might get hyped on Donkey Kong and then you get the Donkey Kong cup and the 83 quarters and yes. Brad's like, oh, I need this magic set and I'm gonna get these magic things right sure. here. And I'm looking at some bullshit on eBay that's a robot and I want that robot because I had this one. Like when you have $200 million, maybe you're like, I don't have that Rolls Royce. I don't got that one yet. Like, yeah, things just, you know, just, yeah, just, just scale. scales. I mean, because trust me, if I had yeah, because it's Superman number one. Exactly. If I had two hundred I mean? million dollars, like, yeah. I would own Action Comics. I would right. own the first Batman. Yeah. I would like. Yeah, I would be things, buying all those yeah. fucking. I yeah. can't. There's not a whole lot I would buy. I'd probably have a a handsome collection of yeah. vintage video games. I'd own a shitload of comic books. I'd probably own a ton of like fucking like. I'm pretty frugal. Old Star but I, Wars I think, action figure. I would just buy a ton of nerd there, shit. I can't even afford. being frugal, though, you would find a way to. No, that's like, what I'm saying. I'm like, pretty frugal, but fucking, I admittedly yeah. would be like, I have a, a 16 window bus, Volkswagen bus, 23 window uh, Volkswagen bus. I would have fucking Fender strats that yeah, were like. Exactly, exactly. I would have crazy There's things I, that you want. I would be like, oh, I can no have those things, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I think there would still be a cap. I wouldn't go fucking buy fucking three. I wouldn't go spend thirty three million dollars in one year on real estate. On not on real it's estate. It's hard as to an say though because I, I feel like three houses I want to live in. I like, feel like crazy. I, but if I you make like, two hundred million dollars a year or something on movies, thirty three million is like a well, two hundred million dollars yeah. was the total he's made on movies. Right. I, I feel like too. Like I've always said, like I don't want. I wouldn't want like a fucking mansion or you know what I mean. Like like right. a fucking fifty bedroom. Like these motherfuckers buy like. Right. A, Twenty a lot million dollar mansion. Like, a lot I don't of people want that. Like, I want a fucking house. I would just get property. Like a lot of rich people live in fairly. I mean, not yeah. nice, nice houses. Well, I would, nice I would be, I would want to be separated. I would want property, but I would spend. You know, I just can't see spending like multiple properties. Oh, I have a house in Venice, and I have this one over here, and I have this one. I'm like, I could see, I could see. I don't have the money either. Right. I could see you know what spending, I mean? like then I could see spending $33 million in one year on real estate because I'm buying it. Yeah. investment. Yeah, I'm yeah. buying apartment fucking yeah. complexes to and make more money. Yeah. You're spending the money to make more money, not to yeah. buy three houses on top of my other 10 houses yeah. that I can go fucking yeah, yeah. hang out in. Like, yeah, that's, that's different. Yeah. 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 Um, 
Yeah, they and said it the, makes between one to twelve million dollars per movie yeah. if you average it out. And the places that where the houses cost all that money aren't really places that I want to live. No, yeah. No. Like yeah. at the end of the day, I'd probably own I would own multiple houses in multiple cities, but they aren't crazy expensive cities. Yeah. And they wouldn't be fucking super crazy expensive houses. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um but he's also considered one of the most generous charity stars in Hollywood. Um, which kind of surprised me. I guess it doesn't considering that he just fucking pisses through money and has no value for what money yeah. is, but he dropped $2 million for amnesty international for rehab centers for 300,000 children who are forced to flee conflicts and have no home country anymore. That's fucking cool. Right. Um, he gave a million dollars to hurricane Katrina relief. Um, he was the first artist to support a thing called Artworks, which is uh, trying to uh, give a place for people who are who have escaped from slavery and child labor to give them an education, like an art-based education. Um, totally fucking cool. Uh, yeah, he did a big tour with Lord of War that made him the UN ambassador for global justice in 2009. And then again, in two, so it's not like he did it in 2009 and fucked it up. Like the fucking yeah. guy from the feud from the Fuji's or something. Yeah. Because in 2013 they had him do it right. again. Yeah. So it's like, like he, he did a good, where, good yeah. enough job where they had him come back. Yeah. Heal the Bay United Negro College funds. Uh, Royal United Hospital Forever Friends appeal. That's too much, but it's supposed to help you uh, intensive care units for babies of poor families. Yeah. Like he fucking gives millions of dollars right. away. Yeah. Um, to charities I mean, and it, that's fucking cool. It, you know what? Like. In, in all honesty, like it's his fucking money. You know what I mean? Like if he, we're, we're judging him based on like, oh, he's supposed to be, you know, he could have this much money, right. but he doesn't. Right. I mean, that's fucking fuck his it. life. Fuck you know it. what yeah, I mean? Like exactly. it's his life. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Exactly. It, you know? Exactly. He can go get a role and make a couple million and fucking if he's happy with that, fucking cool. You know? So yeah, at the end of the day, I'm hopeful because uh, he's starting to lean into to being a a. a mega k a meta cage yeah to become himself even like in the history of swear words at one point he like busts his own balls and he's like you know like say we take this <clears throat> a random super famous actor and look at their swear words and it shows a picture of him yeah and then it's like what percentage of his swear words were fuck or dick or yeah. shit so it's like he's starting to lean into it there's a, a thing called the alamo draft house that has um uh, a Nicolas Cage screening event and they watch Face Off and National Treasure and they have like a whole weekend where all these huge that's Nicolas funny. Cage fans yeah. show up and every single year they has invite a him. Following. But he finally that's, showed that's up. Where, yeah. Oh, like, fuck. They he showed up. The fuck but out. he didn't yeah. just show up. He sat with them and watched all the yeah. movies. He did a Q&A and then he read Edgar Allan Poe's Telltale Heart to the audience before he... So in, it's like in, he's starting to lean fashion. into it. He's starting yeah. to lean into it and that's my hope because he could yeah. be some next level shit yeah. if he... Yeah. If he, uh, if it's I, one I of the agree. reasons I'm sad that that Jean Claude Van Damme show where he played himself as a spy, oh, yeah, yeah, as yeah. a beat up yeah. ex actor who's yeah. like, I'm sad that didn't take off because Jean Claude could have done the same thing. Could have yeah. made him. He's one of those guys Jean-Claude. too. Like he, he could have. Yeah, he yeah. could have. It could be Jean Claude Van Damme. Right. Yeah. 
<laughs> even Chuck Norris makes fun of himself. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, there, there's sure. that, you know, like for sure. He's more of a modest guy. Like yeah, yeah, his yeah. his methods are different, but like, you know, they It's way better to laugh at yourself about that for shit. For sure. Be, yeah. And have you know and be part of it. You can't have get everyone angry. be yeah. fucking right. you can't get angry. You and if I if I went online it. and fucking went and fucking tried to find all the shit people talk about me, like yeah. you, you just you can't drive you know? fucking crazy. Yeah. And, I know and, I do stupid shit, it's fine. You know, make fun of me. I'm hoping he he fucking leans into it, but indications are there. That, uh, he needs to become self-aware Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Who realizes, I think he's getting there. I think, he I think he's too. getting there because I mean, I mean, with the, you know, the new roles that he's doing and then along with the net, the Netflix, you know, history of swear words, I think that's kind of, and we've been saying this for years. Yeah, we have, we've been saying it for even years. Fucking, he would just fucking just own up to his shit. And weekend at Willie's or whatever the fuck it was called. I already forgot the name of it. Uh, um, wonder Willie's wonderland, Willie's wonderland. Like, it like if you're a fan of B movies, is that out? You can watch it. It's out. It's, it's almost out. like it's Woody Harrelson with Zombieland and stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Woody Harrelson right. has kind of taken on. He embraced. He the embraced Harrelson. It. Yeah, he embraced yeah. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, like, right. and that's that's and that's the thing. Perfect. Like once he embra- like he embraces the Harrelson and spoofs himself, but at the same time. He still gets really good roles. Woody Harrelson's yeah. almost you know more like I mean? uh, Bill Murray, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He is. But I'm saying, Cage like, I'm saying it's that same thing, that though, because because like with Zombieland and stuff, like they're like goofy roles, but he still makes them right. He still right. makes the role. You know, he's like, always he still Woody, does it. though. Yeah. Like, yeah, Bill he's Murray's always Woody. Kind of Bill Murray, and there's this like kickback, Nicholas Cage is always Nicholas Cage. Right, I want to do. Yeah, but Nicholas Cage has a fucking a flavor, a top. He's got sprinkles on top. Like that motherfucker's got. That's that's the beauty of it. Yeah, yeah, that's the beauty of yeah. it. He's not just Nicolas Cage. There's you always get something else. He's crazy with the twist. When he's yeah. bad, he's fucking really bad. Right. But it, like, it, Ebert, and like, like Cher said, it's a fucking car wreck. Right. And some people can't watch those car and wrecks. Like Ebert said, like it, if he's in a good movie, he's good. And if he's in a bad movie, he's indispensable. Yeah. Like he becomes the only reason to watch that movie. Yeah, exactly. Because you <laughs> fucking it's the car wreck. It's like the, if if the 2006 Wicker Man were as bad as it is with anyone else playing it, it wouldn't be the same. I never would have watched it yeah. in a million years. Well, and that's but as the, soon that's, as the bad hit, I was like, oh, I'm in for the fucking yeah. Because ride. if I see a movie that Nicolas Cage did that gets bad reviews, I want to watch. I it. want to see it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and with anybody else, yeah, Adam Sandler, for instance. I really like Adam Sandler's good movies. Right. But his bad movies are fucking bad. Like, for they example, Bruce, and they're bad. You can't watch them. Bruce yeah. Willis's 4% Rotten Tomatoes movie. I will never watch it in a million years. I won't years. either. If I would Nicholas never give Cage a had a 4%. Yes. I, I looked it up and it said, it right said bad, I found it. It's like something continuum something. Yeah, but it's, something, yeah. yeah but it's, uh, it was 2.5 is what it got. Out oh, of, shit. Yeah. There you go. 2.5. It went down to 2.5? I don't know if that's a percentage. I or is it 2.5 stars? No, that's their percentage percent out of a hundred oh rotten that's the rotten tomato the tomato meter that's almost a zero because it was four percent a week ago and it just came out so it dropped. Uh, it, it dropped just got worse. One point five percent. Let me see. It got worse. Five days. It's called Cosmic Sin. Is this new movie? Uh, it okay. sounds terrible. Yeah. Uh, it got I fucking picked yeah, that no, title. It's, it's two point five stars out of ten on IMDb. Oh, okay, that's, that's um, low. Two that's out of ten on IGN and four percent. Four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. tomatoes. Wow. Yeah. God damn, <laughs> that's fucking low. What is the lowest movies on there? No, like? there was a movie that they gave zero percent. I can't remember what movie that was. It was the worst ever. It was like zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like R- it, it lowest. Was, it can be lower. Like, right. Rotten Tomatoes right. scores. Yeah. No, that's it's recent. Worst too. movie. Yeah, it just came time. out. It was in the. It 
it was oh, Mac the... and Me is the photo on that one. <laughs> oh. Oh. They're crazy. Uh, That's a great uh, movie. No, Mac Schwarter, and Me is de- deserving Schwarter of it. Connigs. What the fuck is that? 4% with Jason Statham. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. So, anyway, there's Nicolas Cage. All right. So, uh, social media winner. Oh, that's is, some terrible uh, movies Episode 570, Steven Seagal, Life, Lies, and Lawsuits. That's that's a great. That, you did a good job on Thank that, Dave. You. Oh, oh this, is, this is just ridiculous. Speed 2, 4%. Mm, I don't remember Speed 2. I remember Speed 1. I had to give it like 7. Sandra Bullock. Come on. So social media winner is going to be Flatliners. Lane, at Laney2674 is going to win a t-shirt for tweeting on Twitter. She retweeted our twat. Uh, Frankie Pigeon is going to reach out to you and get your information. I'm going to mail you a t-shirt. We appreciate you doing that on social media. That's huge for us because the algorithms are against us. Um, also, we're part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Um, you go to podbelly.com to check out Cool podcasts like Nerds on Topic and Hillbilly Horror Stories over at podbelly.com. Also, check out El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. Um, I have a new house and a new pantry, and I just have an entire shelf when you open the door. This is crazy. It's the width of the door. You did that on purpose. Fuck yeah, I did. You did that on purpose. Yes. (laughs) Why would I accidentally put Teco in the fucking pantry? That shit happens. That shit happens. I was walking with a box of Teco. I was like, whoops. And he slipped and fell on Slipped and fell, put yep. my dick in the door, and fucking smashed pan- it. Hot sauce pantry, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I got a whole that's new how it one. See, that's how it should have happened. I'm take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if you don't have Teco in your pantry, like me, you should. Or Because it's pants. fucking delicious. Yeah, you can put it in your pants. I went to Firestone the other night, and I put a whole bottle of Triple X in my pocket because I don't have a mini anymore. So, I put that in my pocket that's and right. took it with me. Yeah. So, but if you see it in the wild, if you see it at the store, buy it. If you see it in the wild, take a picture of it and tag us and tag Teco. Um, if you use it and you take a picture, post it and show um, Elio Teco you using their sauce and tag us so they know that uh, we are the reason. So also check out uh, Print Dirt Cheap. You can go to printdirtcheap.com and you can get stickers and printed goods and you can save some money by using code SofaKingPodcast. Also check out Jimmy D's Tees. He is another one of our sponsors and he makes some of the shirts over at our website at SofaKingPodcast.com forward slash shop. Um, if you're not a patron, and don't want to do a reoccurring support, um, you could definitely get a shirt or a hat or yeah, a beanie. There's all kinds sure. of stuff. There's backpacks. There's face masks. There's all kinds of cool stuff over there. Um, Walter Bailey wishes there was tank tops, but there's not. He sends me a message every morning that just says tank tops. But I'm busy That's as fuck, funny. and I just haven't been able to go in there and enable it. And to but be also honest, don't... Don't forget, like, there's other ways to support us that aren't financial, and that's namely liking, sharing, sharing for sure. Uh, you know, share our posts, retweet on. Tell your plot. friend to listen. Yeah, just you know that the word of mouth is what really makes a podcast grow. So that that's a way you can definitely support us. Nicholas Cage's Left Behind has a one percent. Wow, really? That's Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I think I've seen that. I don't feel like it was one percent. That's that's the Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know. I've seen movies on Rotten Tomatoes with like oh, twenty-five. Well, but that's a, it's like, a, it's okay, a, like, is that a rapture one or something? Left it's behind? an aggregate. I think yeah. so. It looks like a is it the preacher. I don't know. Oh, I don't Rotten Tomatoes doesn't give the score. It's an aggregate score of like every review, right? Unless they wow. change, unless they change yeah. the way they that did takes it. a lot of better views. Yeah, no, it's not one percent. Not them giving the, the at least it's that was the way the they started. Reviews, yeah. I, I think that's that makes the way it fair did. though, because if yeah. like fifty fifty, it'd be at fifty percent. Right, you know what I mean? It's half and half. And at so the same time, if you, if you if if you're in a movie that's been out for a couple of years and you're still at like ninety six percent, you know you fucking did some shit. Yeah, because it know? held strong to the storm. Yeah, but I mean, you know, like Holly Berry's got one on here, Dark Tide zero percent. You know what I mean? So there's big actors that have fucking dog absolutely. There's a zero percent for yeah. Halle Berry. Yeah, Halle Berry 
Dark mm. Tide. Yeah. Zero percent. She had a really bad period in that movie. Really the whole thing's period. about PMS. Yeah, it's just <laughs> terrible. She had blood everywhere. Yeah. It was a horror film. Yeah. Dark Tide. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Took you a second. Yeah. Um, Jimmy D's Tees. Uh, go to JimmyD'sTees.com. He does make stuff as well. He has products there, and they're awesome. Tons of our listeners have bought stuff from Jimmy D's Tees because it's awesome. So yeah. go check it out. Also, check out SKR Apparel at S-U-I-K-E-R Apparel.com. Check out RetroVague.com if you're into 80s stuff. Go check that out. And I think... Uh, check out Mindframe Podcast. Um, we're a little bit yeah. behind because yeah. of scheduling and whatnot. So yeah. if you listen to Mindframe, uh, thank you for your patience. But we have a a double, is it a, was it prelude? Double yeah. penetration. A double two-part prelude introducing a new character coming up. So yeah. worth the wait. Um, thank you for your patience. John Lee Wayne Hannigan. That's his name. Who's that? The new character. Oh, yeah. Close. I Close. Close. think peak yeah. of the script. Close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, uh, well, you saw the original draft. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I changed it. You got to change. It's now Nicolas Cage. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's all I got. Wow. Uh, it's on to Brad. Yeah. Uh, we have a Skull Member of the Month. We and, do. Uh, he goes by the name. Rich Billing. No, it's Dickard, oh. Dickard Billington. Oh, yeah. well, his friends call him that. Yeah, Pecker yeah. Billington for short. I yeah. consider him a friend. Yeah. We're friends. We can yeah. call him that. Yeah, Richard's long. Like, it's hard to say. <clears throat> People get it sometimes confused. Right. Uh. Whenever I read it, it mm-hmm. just says asshole, and I have to remember in my... You have an autocorrect on? Yeah, 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 it's like in my brain, and so I go back, and I'm like, oh, that says small penis, Billings. Right. That's yeah. the, the yeah. mnemonic, the way you remember it. Yeah. Yes. Or yeah. Richard, if you do the yeah. hard R at the end, Richard, Rich like hard. retard. Yeah, right. Re- retard. Richard, retard, retard. Yeah. So it's just it's there. You know? It is. It's hiding, and you have to read between the He's lines He's forgettable. That's yeah. the little things you got to do. Little, it, speaking of little things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, All the di- small things. Yeah. Blink-182 song was actually written yeah. about his dick. <laughs> All the small things. Yes. That's true. Those are f- fun facts. Yeah. Fun facts. The Micro and Machines I mean, guy that talks fast, that's his uncle. I, that's he, how they got the idea for the Micro Machines cars. He told me to share this because this is the <laughs> nest, but he said that on the divorce papers, his uh, ex-wife, when it asked for why, she simply wrote um, pack of pickled peppers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm. On there. Makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Down there. Down there. Yeah. Yeah. Robin's egg in a bird nest. It's like yeah. a Kung Pao pepper, though. Okay, yeah. One of the little shriveled. Yeah. Shriveled bird beak. Chicken. Yeah. That you immediately remove from yeah, your yeah. food. You never yeah. eat those. No. Yeah. Never. No. Yep. Yeah. Not even on a dare. No. Yeah. No, it's disappointing. It. Is it super hot? Has anyone done that? I mean, pep- I someone's mean, done it. But they're, like, they're super hot, but they're, but they're, they're dried they're out. Pepper. They're dried uh, peppers. Yeah, they're warm. They're a little they're warm. They're dried. I'd try it. They're you there you to, would try They're there it. to infuse yeah. the oil with flavor, right. not to be eaten, because they're yes. a dried that husk. chili oil? So it gives it that little spice, mm, yeah. you know, a little spice. Yep. So anyway, thank you, Richard. Uh, Dick. Whatever, whatever you go by these days. Yep. Whatever, you your, your whatever pack, your whatever your friends are calling you for your pack of pickled peppers. Thank you. Why are you being so quiet, bro? I don't no, know. I had to wake up. Yeah. Um, found Reddit. Go to r four slash Sofa King Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're at Sofa King Podcast. Um, personal Instagrams. I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. Also check out Elucheco underscore Hot Sauce. Jimmy D's Teas Podbelly. Uh, get over to Mindframe. Give them a like if you haven't. Uh, do you guys have audio clip, uh, audio clip, 
on uh, Dealing with Bob's over Instagram, there. Instagram, yeah. Yeah, yep. okay, yeah. Check them out and yep. uh, maybe you'll like it. Yep. Um, very interesting. Very interesting. And that's pretty much it. Patreon.com, Black Slash Podcast. Don't be retarded.